Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. There on your app, you can also listen to us up in Santa Fe at AM1490 KRSN. And, of course, you can uh, find us at 107.1 in Los Alamos. We have D-Dowd Muska here, Hour 1. We've got a lot to get to. Of course, we'll cover the CD1 race, of which I was uh, involved in. That was fun. And uh, we'll we'll do that and... Many other things, including immigration, etc. Uh, I feel like I've missed you, Dowd. Like I haven't seen you in ages. But uh, <laughs> we're back at it, and we're here and uh, doing everything that we I'm, need uh, to do. I'm, I'm, I'm drowning underneath. This is this is Monday, and I'm already dealing with Hector Balderas. Uh, the Fed, the financial report of the U.S. government came out today. The latest look at how broke the government is. Uh, I'm looking at some campaign finance stuff. It's just Monday, Rudy. Can I get a break? It's yes. Good. It's what we stay on top of, but. Uh, First and foremost, we're going to move uh, first to the CD1 race. And uh, in this edition of the, the Rock of Dog, we'll talk about uh, the special session, including pot, cannabis. Uh, we, need, we need to make sure we call it cannabis, not pot. Uh, or marijuana. marijuana. Uh, we also talk about the latest on the coronavirus in uh, our one. Murder Mike, I think he might be back here in uh, two. We'll kill one more bill, which, of course, is going to be anything having to do with pot legalization. And uh, we'll also talk about Hunter Biden in Hour 2, which is going to lead us in Hour 3. Liquor laws, clergy abuse, abuse and the bankruptcy uh, moving towards resolution. And uh, you might be getting a little bit of money from the New Mexico Taxation and Revenue Department. Uh, apparently, uh, I've got all sorts of liens and things like that. It's really hilarious, the late, nasty stuff that uh, people try to leverage against you. Uh, we'll also talk about values and PC culture and uh, dumb Democrats, including Cuomo and Kamala Harris. But uh, let's talk about CD1, because I know that's what you're all here to listen to here this afternoon. You want to get my take on what happened, and I'm sure you want to hear me uh, get angry and upset and everything. Uh, there's literally nothing else I could have done. I did everything possible uh, within my power to run a great race. We touched on everything from the rules to the issues to the personalities, and really set the table, I think, for the Republican Party going forward. Um, I think when you, when I have made that claim about the Republican Party, and this is the home for the Republican Party, I think you can feel good about that fact that this is the home of the Republican Party. Because in more than 60% resoundingly here in Bernalillo County, and as Bernalillo County goes, so goes the rest of the state. You can't win a right doubt, a, a governor election. A gubernatorial election. You can't win anything in this state statewide, a Senate election, unless you carry CD1. Unfortunately, yeah. the Republicans, especially involved in the state central committee, are particularly tone deaf and, you know, are easily changed. They get some last minute information and think that they have it right. And I will touch upon it because it's just dirty politics. I had lots of stuff on Mark Moore's that was uh, coming inbound, and I could have used that. and. But we don't need to go there. But since he went there, we will certainly touch upon that at some other point uh, for sure. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, apparently, Mark Morris is Hispanic. They're touting him as a hometown boy, despite the fact that he was born and raised in Bethesda, Maryland, which is six miles down the street from the diamond uh, as the crow flies directly into the diamond. So he's looking to return home. 
and really took some bad shots. Uh, I think, uh, Rudy, you're, you're welcome to jump in here just for a moment here. Please don't be too biased because I know that you're not. Um, but I think in terms of the debates, there's no doubt, you know, of my performance. Uh, in terms of reaching out to the FRWs and local, uh, I mean, I don't care who it is that wants to debate me or who wants to talk in front of a crowd or who wants to, you know, talk about the issues. I'd be happy to do it. We didn't have one debate in this whole entire primary. Uh, Elisa Martinez, uh, you know, uh, she did a great job in the very short time that she was involved. A little bit too, a little too late for her. She ran third. Uh, we had, I believe, uh, Jared Vanderdusen, who did not return my phone calls, and uh, I tried reaching out to him and his uh, quote-unquote connections in terms of uh, telling him he had a good race. Did not hear back from him, which was kind of odd, I thought. Uh, Ronnie Lucero and Michaela Chavez. I'm not sure which one finished fifth, sixth, but there went seven people all in the race, two people entering within the last uh, two weeks. And uh, to the credit of uh, Elisa Martinez, uh, who uh, I mischaracterized as stating that she wanted to be the next AOC as the Senate, she corrected me. She's a wonderful gal, uh, and more importantly, I think a very skilled politician. You'll be hearing a lot more from her in the future, and I'm excited about what she's doing uh, going forward uh, as well. But um, I was taken out uh, by no more than 15 votes, two of those votes uh, being cast by none other than Mark Moores and his wife, Lisa Braggs, Lisa Moores. Uh, that is there, and uh, you know, from what I can really kind of find and uncover, there really is limited information, uh, except with the information that sort of comes inbound. And we didn't have a whole lot of time to do. Well, isn't that what the whole election's about? Doubt is really vetting the candidates. Don't we want to really? Vet? Oh yeah. But I mean, that's the longer the process, process, the better. Really. Yeah, longer. Let not, them go at it. Exactly. Not just the longer process, but you really want to get to know who these people are. And I don't think uh, we as Republicans have done a fantastic job of uncovering who these people are, what they do, their backgrounds, uh, etc. And I made the, the courtesy uh, text to Mark Morris to reach out to him, and he did a disappointing job of trying to undercut me and calling me, I was called a misogynist, uh, certainly outside of the bounds of the traditional uh, election, and then uh, trying to uncover things that were by long ago taken care of. So uh, it's really nice because uh, you don't want to open up a can of whoop-ass on a guy who literally prints ink by the barrel, and that would be me, and uh, right here in the Kiva, two conservatives. So uh, a bad stroke by that, uh, and I'm not afraid of the big bad wolf or any of the you know, three little pigs that are certainly behind the curtains uh, as well. So let's get to it. Here's how it went down, and here's what you have to go ahead and look at. So um, what's really interesting, I haven't had a chance to talk to Joe Monahan or argue with him in weeks, but it seems like he has a pretty good idea or characterization of what's happening within the Republican Party. Remember, he's getting fed by people in the Republican Party. And I thought that that was really interesting uh, from a number of different standpoints, that he really has his finger on the pulse of what's happening with Republicans. Republicans, by and large, do not. Um, that's not me ranking on them. I just feel like, you know, they're, they're really interested in the issues. I literally had people the last couple of days asking me about, well, you seem to bash renewable energies, or you're bashing renewable energies, or you're bashing the wind farms. I'm like, uh, really, I'm not. Uh, do you know any other conservative candidate who actually owns a Prius? Gave it to Langston, nonetheless, but I, I do own a Prius. And if you want to talk about solar panels, we can talk about how the Kiva is powered. Uh, we have about 40% of our uh, unit uh, powered by solar uh, energy. So Joe Monahan takes this on. He looks at it, and, uh, you know, he has what he called, referred to as the monster blog. Uh, and he considers himself the home for New Mexico politics, uh, and that certainly would be the case uh, in the digital media, but we are certainly that uh, here when it comes to one air uh, in the Kiva. 
But he said uh, Mark Moore's is decided underdog. And he says this. Just listen to, to this. But he's already completed his main assignment. This was his main assignment? But he's already completed his main assignment. Like, even this sort of took me back, and I'm like, what? He's kept what's left of the New Mexico GOP from falling under the hands of Firebrand Radio talk show host. I don't know why they only call me talk show host. So I don't know, how about radio station owner, small business guy? Eddie Aragon and his anti-establishment following. Uh, Moore's nominated by 121 members. He secured 49 votes, or 40% of the vote, to Aragon's 34 votes, or 28%. I counted a lot more for me, uh, so I can tell you that this is... This is uh, something where I was like, huh, that's interesting. What happened there? And then I had no less than nine people uh, send me the late-night missive that was sent for tomorrow's election by Mark Morris and his campaign. I mean, if you have to do that to win, and a mix uh, among, amongst a very small, very inclusionary group of people, uh, i got to tell you, wow, uh, you didn't really have a candidacy to run on, which, of course, he didn't. Uh, voted for POT, voted for ETA. We'll go back to the legislature tomorrow. Uh, not to mention he's going to be giving up, if he were to be successful, a supermajority to the Democrats. Uh, it's 2-1, to 28-14. Monahan goes on to say, Morris jumped into this race less than two weeks before the meeting and his Aragon was hammering GOP Chairman Steve Pierce. What was I talking about when I was talking about hammering? The rules. I was simply following the rules. We were talking about the website. We were talking about the information that was not getting pushed pushed out. How about no discipline, no direction in terms of the process? You know, that's frustrating for everybody, not just me, but how about for the other five candidates? And maybe Mark Moore's knew the entire time that he was actually going to be running inside the race. I think maybe he did. Moore's jumped in the race less than two weeks before meeting, and Ayers Aragon was hammering GOP Chairman Steve Pierce. By the way, the first time that we ever saw Mark Moore's, uh, and for that matter, um, Lisa Martinez, in any of the debates or any of the uh, forums was actually Friday night. Am I not mistaken on that? Uh, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. That would be Friday night. <clears throat> yeah, and remember, there's a whole two and a half months of, of campaigning uh, before that. Aragon's nomination would have been a disaster for Chairman Steve Pierce and the establishment. I like the establishment part. If there's one thing Joe Monahan cares about, it's the establishment. The serious threat appeared to force their hand, and they recruited Moore's to save the day who saw a way to get Aragon out and get the nomination that will increase his name ID going forward. I thought that was very curious because apparently I didn't realize that campaigning was a money-making thing. If anything, I've seen it as the exact opposite. But apparently there's lots of hands in the midst of all this. You have the social media person uh, who's a very leftist person. Uh, she's got her hand in it. you got uh, uh, an elected state senator uh, representative uh, who runs a print shop who's very involved in this. Like, there's so many hands. You've got a former chairman of the Republican Party. She's very involved in this, dealing with field operations. And of course, you got McCluskey uh, and uh, you got uh, his his wife who's in charge of polling. So, you know, one of the things that is that you guys probably need to see and understand here in, in the midst of all this is that this is a money-making operation. And by that, I should also suggest to you that this is the first election after the 2020 election, in which they anticipate, and they're hoping, which is why they're going to sell Moors as this radical moderate Hispanic, and they're going to try and get everybody and their mother to donate money to this particular campaign, because everyone's going to get paid. They're going to buy as many commercials as they can. They're going to put everything, all the information out. And by the way, the RPNM didn't spend $1 uh, with me during the 2020 election. This is the home for the conservative voice, and will continue to be uh, going forward. So, 
um, this is a money-making operation. And I didn't realize that that's truly what this is essentially all about. Uh, so he goes on, on forward with this article, and uh, Monaghan says, Aragon's voting strength showed the divisions in the state's majority party continue to run deep. So apparently Moore's is somehow of Hispanic heritage. First time I'm hearing this. Raised $250,000, apparently uh, big connections to... You know, some of the people that are involved with the Albuquerque Downs and, you know, some of that information. That goes way back, of course, Dowd, mm. and all that. And then it says here, will National R's target the long shot and come with a money boost? I think ultimately that's what this whole thing is about. And there's really interesting loopholes in campaigning that I didn't realize until I was told this information. Uh, but it's well known that many of these candidates can actually get paid by their campaign. Did you know about this? Yeah. I've never heard of this before. So... Some of this is uh, new information to me. So this is an all-out grab within the party. This is an all-out campaign money power grab outside the party because they want to, when they say nationalize, that's like fuel injected. Okay, now that we know that there was $10 million that was spent in the Trump campaign, right? Trump, 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 Trump. He's going to spend $10 million. What happened to that money? Where did it go? Well, I actually know more than I'm willing to say today, but at a future point, it will no doubt say that. Uh, Steve Pierce say that this is a great time to explain the Republican values. He wanted to characterize uh, Mark Moore's in the newspaper article as uh, this is the exact candidate, uh, this is exactly the right candidate, something like that. So in terms of fusing that and making everything come together, which I think was very surprising uh, for that, all this stuff, and Mark Moore's is expected to be, uh, you know, distinctly, is disdain for uh, Steve Pierce, particularly on the uh, state party chairman night. Really? Yeah, yeah, it, uh, by a text message. The plot thickens. Well, I mean, hey, you know what? Politics is interesting. Strange, uh, strange bedfellows. But if you're looking at preserving the Hatfields and the McCoys in the midst of all this, so that they can love each other, the McCluskeys and the, you know, uh, Steve Pierce and all that kind of stuff. But you know, here's the long and the short of it: they need to go. They need each other. Like they continue to need each other, and they will always need each other. And when you see a sort of a big ominous threat, like someone like me, you're know, like, well, how can we take this guy out? You know what I mean? It's like hey, this guy continues to want to sort of uh, pop in, come in. So Steve Pierce uh, says this is a great time to explain Republican values, but the district last year voted for Joe Biden 16 to 37. A 23-point win was the largest ever Democratic presidential victory in the Albuquerque district. The R signaled that the aftermath of Moore's nomination that they want to run against MLG and score her for closing down much of the state during the pandemic. One of the interesting things that's come out of this whole entire thing, which is really interesting, is I, and I was totally unaware of this until it was written... Uh, this morning, uh, excuse me, in the New Mexico Political Report, uh, much different than the uh, New Mexico Political Journal. It said, uh, announced his entry into the race in mid-March. Moores owns a laboratory that over the last year collected samples of COVID-19 testing, which I thought was also very interesting. So if anybody wants to go ahead and uh, jump into that $1.9 trillion, I think it would be him and anybody who's associated with the um, federal relief uh, to aid us in COVID testing. You know, one of the other things that we never got to is, would you, which I think would be a great uh, candidate uh, question for everybody, is whether or not you would be willing to take uh, or take the vaccination, right? Definitely. I think that would really kind of get, it's sort of like, you know, doubt you and I, we know where we're at on this, but do you believe in God? You know, it'd be sort of that type of existential type of thing, right? In terms of, you know, things that happen politically. Uh, Joe goes on to say, politics, timing is everything. The anti-MLG play will help consolidate ours, but that gets him nowhere near the win. He needs an across-the-aisle message. 
and in the current GOP that is simply not tolerated. Now, there was a post that was put up yesterday by the New Mexico Republican Party, and there was only two people that were there, actually three, one at the very end who jumped in with my same last name, who were ultimately defending the uh, decision uh, of the 121, a minority of the 121 uh, state central committee members, which is really interesting. You know, that was really something when that popped out because uh, the two people, one happens to be the social media person and the other one happens to be the very same person who put the hit piece out on me, which I'll talk about in the next segment, um, which was co almost coordinated. It was a coordinated attack that went out directly with a text message. And I'm not bothered it, about it in the least because none of it's true, <laughs> which is really the funny part. Uh, so there will also be a Democratic candidate in the field nominated by the Central Committees. Uh, that is going to be by the Democratic Central Committee. Is that tomorrow or tonight? Uh, Rudy, do you know? I don't, but I think it is tomorrow. Okay. The Democratic challenge is to get the vote out in an off-special election year. They have a tough time doing so. Whoever is nominated is very likely to be the next congresswoman for quite a while. I think he misses the mark on that. But here's his conclusion in all of this. He says, ruling R's. Some emotionalism, but for the ruling R, some emotionalism has been drained out of their party, namely by the insurgency of Eddie Aragon. For the beleaguered GOP, with not a single statewide office to their name and towering deficits in both chambers of the legislature, which would only increase with a successful uh, Mark Moore's uh, candidacy for Congress, which would make us two to one, a supermajority constitutional claims uh, being made because it's four to one in the Bernalillo County uh, Commission. That little win may have to suffice. So, you know, really the, you know, the over on this whole entire thing and trying to understand this, uh, the fact that Joe Monahan comes out and says that Mark Moore's main assignment was to keep the New Mexico GOP from falling into the hands of me and the anti-establishment following. Now, um, I'd be happy to take your calls all first hour, but I really think that this is a chapter that we're going to go ahead and close rather quickly, um, you know, within the week, given what, what's happened. And I'd love to indulge in my thoughts and various other things, but I think that that should be not reserved for the radio. It should be reserved more for politics uh, at a future point. Um, I do want to say a couple of other things, is that the New Mexico Republican Party has never been more, I think, discombobulated or disunited. Uh, Chairman Pierce said, New Mexico Republicans are united behind our nominee. We look forward to making a strong case for electing him to the voters of the 1st Congressional District. I was certainly willing to do that. Uh, Mark Moore has explicitly stated to me, and I'll be still happy to vote for an R all over, uh, over a D any uh, day of the week, but the problem is, is you know, taking on a very um, ad hominem attack against me, probably not a good way to go in order to get you know, the enthusiasm up for me. I did extend a phone call and several text messages uh, out to the winner, uh, Mark Morris. Nothing in return, uh, but that shows the grace and class of which I conduct myself. Not to mention, you know, people know that uh, when I'm hard-hitting, they know that I'm hard-hitting and fair within the areas of which, I, um, which, which uh, we're supposed to behave in, which is going to be on policy, on issues, voting record, and, you know, a lot of it has to do with how you carry yourself. How are you able to perform? How are you able to talk and conduct yourself? And that, that is also part of the overall package in all of this. So I'll be sharing a little bit more in the uh, next segment. Now, the Democrats, according to this, it says they're going to vote tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., which is going to be an all-day um, ballot. They have all day to, guys, I guess, get their ballot. I wish we would have done something like that. The Democrat candidates are Francisco Fernandez, an activist who worked on television, Salinda Guerrero, a community organizer, state representative, Georgine Lewis, 
has been pushing very hard. Lots of emails. Rainy McGinn, an Albuquerque attorney, the highest fundraiser, although uh, all that money is her own thus far. Victor Reyes, legislative director for the governor. I got to say, uh, he's attractive uh, candidate for the progressive link uh, plus the social diversity link. Um, I believe that he is uh, openly gay. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, is he is he also? Uh, what is the other characteristics about Victor Reyes, if you don't mind looking that up? State Representative Patricia Roybal Caballero. And then uh, the two heavyweights, if you uh, will, a woman that I've spoken to on a number of occasions uh, when I was on the program uh, with her, uh, Senator Antoinette Sorillo-Lopez and State Representative Melanie Stansberry. Now, certainly the candidacy of Mark Moores, I think, bolsters uh, both the candidacies of Melanie Stansberry, Georgine Lewis, and Randy McGinn. Uh, I think the governor's pick for this, if she could state so explicitly, would be for State Senator Antoinette Cedillo-Lopez. So I think that that's the way that this looks uh, thus far. So there's the long and the short of it. Do you know much more about Victor Reyes? Anything else? Oh, does he tick all the boxes? Yeah, Holy he really cow. checks every box for the Democrats. Community organizer, environmental advocate, progressive leader, and a top aide to Michelle Lujan Grisham. Yep. His mother was a longtime volunteer at you guessed it, public schools. Yep. Uh, growing up, Victor often spent more time in community meetings than he did in playgrounds. That is child abuse. Children should have nothing to do with politics. Children should be playing. His mother would tell him, you've got to be a voice for people who feel they don't have the words or the power themselves. Mm. Oh, my God. There we he, go. On and on and on. Legislative director. He's been at the forefront of the state's effort to support educators, teacher unions. Curb gun violence, take away your Second Amendment rights, build you, the Mexico's economy, going, corporate welfare. Going, <laughs> on and on and on. Wow. Oh, glad to be back in the saddle again with my good friends, Rudy Grande, and of course, the Dow 3000. <laughs> He's got a graphic. Uh, in fact, I was hanging out with Brian a little bit yesterday. Uh, he popped into the station and, you know, came in to hang out for a couple of hours. And uh, when him and I were talking, uh, we were saying, well, what should we do for the Dow 3000? <laughs> How should we come up with that? So, uh, uh, doubt is going to be uh, quite uh, surprised by what uh, we ultimately come up with uh, for him. 428 here at the Kiva. Sorry for the long opening. Hopefully, got uh, hopefully you got plenty of good information right there. And as always, we appreciate you downloading our app, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.tv. Back and forth. Thanks for listening. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Life Spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. 
Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 856- 1171-856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com who's protecting your home or business i'm aaron jones founder of international protective service ips maybe you signed up for a local armed response then found out you were selected in a buyout and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company that is not what you signed up for The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. It's just looking great for the next couple of days. Look at this in Los Alamos up on the hilltop, 65 degrees. So it's a little partly cloudy there, but in four hills, 76 and 75 at the Rock of Talk. Looking darn good out there. Except on Lomas. What is going on here? If you're going to be westbound on Lomas around the fairgrounds, so basically between Louisiana and San Pedro, you're under uh, 20 miles an hour. And not too far from there, Louisiana northbound, under 5 miles an hour, Marquette to Lomas. I'm suspicious there may be something going on at Louisiana and Lomas. Coming away from the base, not fun. Eubank northbound, Chico to I-40, under 10 miles an hour. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe. In Country Club Plaza on Southern and Rio Rancho, Salon Deluxe always treats you special. Janice and George, the owners, make sure that you always leave fully satisfied. You know what? Make an appointment today. They'll prove it. They really will. Make the appointment at SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 433 here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, AVQ.FM. Find us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV. You can also find us on AM 1490, KRSM, Santa Fe, 101.1 Los Alamos. Glad to be here with you.
for you first. Uh, you guys are kind of awesome. You, I, I love you guys. Uh, Eddie, strong, dignified comeback. So proud of you. I appreciate that. I don't, I don't need that I was really coming. I don't really feel that I lost. I was actually preparing my campaign team. I said, I've been down this road before. Here I go again. Like, <laughs> like I don't know where I'm going. You know, Tony Katine is dancing across the, the hood of my Jaguar. But I should know where I've been. Right, like you have the whole entire setup that was right there. I would have volunteered to be Tony Katane's driver for the campaign. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to be. She's still around, uh, alive. I, I don't want to break this in hour, hour three. And uh, like all beautiful women, the, the time comes for all. Of them. Oh, it's, wow. it's brutal. I was looking at uh, you know the last Tonight Show appearance of Gilligan's Island gals, and and uh, yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Not not, not going to lie. So uh, you know, I'm, as as I'm sort of evaluating this this whole thing, I was trying to tell the campaign team that you know. Don't expect to win here. We are only dealing, like, I had two closed elections. First closed election was a party election. 174 people participated. We counted votes for one hour and 56 minutes. They made sure that didn't come again. And, you know, certain people that come on the, the video and you're looking at them, like, oh, my God, these guys are just they, they're faking it all the way through. And then, then the second one for this, we had 121 people where the deck was already stacked um, based upon the people who were going to be involved in the uh, RPNM. Or BCGOP, RPNM slash, you know, mutual. It was like a weird sp- state central committee. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew what they were doing, what they were going for. And, you know, I think all, all along this was kind of set up exactly that way. So, you know, I prepared them. I said, don't be. De-. And they were like, sure. Oh, my God. You killed the debates. You killed this. You killed this. And you had such great ideas for newsletters and press releases and had all this information. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but we're still only dealing with 121 people. And these 121 people have been the the the, the what well's been poisoned that's the way that it goes so i i literally met with one guy uh he had a push broom mustache and his name was tom and you know he's a colonel and you know I, I literally had a a very stern conversation with me and he had two specific questions and like i don't think you answered my questions I'm like sir if there's anybody who answered your questions it was me you know i had a a quick conversation uh, it should be noted that i've never really actually got along with somebody by the name of tom uh, you know so I knew that going in. It's just been my trap. For some reason, it's just, I had this horrible boss at, for, a, for a time that his name was Tom. He's just abusive, you know what. And I just, you know, never got after him, never went anything. And then ultimately I sold the building and he, he literally, and he's a big Democrat donor. And he, he literally, literally removed me for no reason. The only time I've ever been fired from in my entire life. Or literally selling a, a building for $10.3 million. Oh, my. So anyway, I answered this guy's question, get, picked up the phone, gave him a call directly, and I talked to him, and, and uh, I tried to address this question. But have you ever gotten round and around with somebody and you know that they're just not going to turn because hmm. there's something that is already they already don't like about they're you? They're stuck on a no loop and nothing you can well, say. Well, yeah, it, it, just, it just may be me and maybe my look and maybe the fact yep, that I'm... Yep. You know, bigger, smarter, more intelligent, you know, like a lot of things that are you got going for you. You know, my ability to talk and think, and if that's why you don't want to put me on a debate stage with somebody. I will literally demolish, especially a Democrat, but any Republican. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Uh, you know, and I think he looked at that and was like, yeah, I don't want that looking up for me. I'd rather lose. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> no, it's wow. true. That's totally true. That is totally, it's totally, I mean, if somebody who supports pot, uh, supported the ETA, uh, had the worst uh, legislative attendance record in 2020, and uh, is willing to hand out the supermajority, then this isn't the Republican Party, ladies and gentlemen. 
This is not the Republican Party. We're literally helping Democrats. I, I don't mind telling you. <laughs> like, the, the, the same as the old boss, the new boss, same as the old. It's the same thing. We're getting fooled every single time. And, uh, by the way, April Fool's Day is just three days around the corner. Now, I did want to address one thing that I thought was really important. And this is the federal takeover of the elections. I feel like we're being take, uh, take, taken over here to a certain degree. But then again, I don't. I think I'm very hopeful. I don't want you to think that we need to go ahead and just say, oh, I lost, and this is a depressing day. Come on. We're stronger than that. We're better than that. I mean, as I told Dave Weigel, he called in, he said, what's the result? And I said, well, you know what, look at my quote down and read it back to me. I'll let you read it for me on Dave Weigel and his uh, his little write-up. And then look at his tweet as well, because, you know, you have to play this thing all the way to the end, and we're far from over on all this. And the most important thing is, you know, we're struggling and fighting on behalf of the people of the state of New Mexico each and every day, regardless of whether or not we're in, lo- uh, you know, um, in lockstep with what, whatever the powers that be or not. But I want to talk to you about the federal takeover elections. The federal courts have been involved with shutting down Donald Trump. Okay, that's what they did. I don't, did he get a hearing on anything? I don't think he did. And then suddenly now we're counting 2.1 million votes in Maricopa County. Suddenly now we're counting the votes in, I believe, Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken, right now. So we're looking at that, and hopefully that will lend us into what happened. Because I can tell you the Dominion machines in the state of Mexico aren't going to be done, and the people who are in charge of it, voter integrity, they're not exactly interested in voter integrity. I feel, I believe that they are controlled opposition within the party. These are uh, relics, dinosaurs. People have been involved in the Republican Party for years. And you're like, why do we keep losing? Because you still have these same people who are in charge of the same crap year after year. Now, the main uh, malefactors of the sham, that was the 2020 president election, were several states. Of course, we know exactly which were they are, which ones they were. Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona. Like, we know the states that were involved in this whole entire sham. Through their mandates, the gubernatorial malfeasance, and especially the new election laws, the states created the changes by which an election could be stolen and democracy can be subverted. There's no democracy here in the state of New Mexico, for sure, and I think you want to probably add us to the sixth state. Congress now seeks to federalize the elections and to abolish all state election laws and end the sovereignty of the states. Now, we're not saying anything about it. Almost nobody is speaking up about it except, of course, for us here in the Kiva. Back on March 3rd, in a party-line vote, we went with H.R. 1 that got passed. H.R. 1, the For the People Act, right? For la gente. A more appropriate title for the anti-democratic bill would have been for the incumbents, for the Democrats. It should have been for the Politburo. What do you think? I think that would have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bill would have outlawed any state requirement to present voter ID to vote to counteract this insane provision. The states need to enact more strict voter ID laws. We, of course, will never get those here. So is a really good suggestion that you need to listen to. Demanding ID for voter is a good thing. Okay? But the way that they see it, Stacey Abrams, the Democrats, here's how they look at this whole entire thing. If you demand voter ID, it's suppression. It denies access to the ballot box. It's racist. Okay? You know what we should be using? This is a great idea. Every single person... Just like our IRS filings, every single person should be using their what? What's the first thing that you enter in on your IRS filing? Uh, Rudy, you're very familiar with this. Social security number. Social security number. number. What a concept. Full nine-digit social security has built-in capabilities. 
that no new ID could actually match. If all the states required the use of the voter uh, social security number to vote, it becomes possible to find those who have voted in more than one state, right? Eliminating what? Double voting. Registration appears in this bill 369 times. Rolls, as in voter rolls, clearing the voter rolls, only appears twice. How about registry? None. Not one time. But if you think about this, if we require the Social Security number to vote, both state and federal, we already have all of our data, which you can trace that back, we would actually be able to clear out the voter corruption that is out there. So if we have a unique national ID, which we all do in this, and even the people who are coming in from across the border, they get that as well. The mail-in voting that was ramped up for 2020 could actually be made to work properly, okay, if you have a unique ID. But are they going to push that in? There is no way. Now, what's happening in Georgia right now is really interesting. They're looking at doing a full-scale boycott economically. I believe that they want to remove the Masters doubt, if I'm not mistaken, in other sporting events oh, in yeah. Atlanta. And even some of those Hollywood people, are, are they want to boycott or Georgia. They, they won't get their huge subsidies from film production there anymore. Uh, what is it? Senate Bill 202. They signed that on March 25th. So there's some changes there in the law, which is really important. But it doesn't require the full use of the Social Security number, only the last four digits. They're already threatening to boycott on only that, not even your full Social Security number. So here we are in this situation where we have voting, and this would be the most important issue for you because at this point, given what happened in 2020, we only have the authorities, and you can't challenge it. You're going to be banned on Twitter, banned on Facebook, banned on... None of us conservatives are on it, but let's just, for argument's sake, let's suppose that we were still on it. If you state anything that there was voter fraud or that it was, it was gamed in any way, okay, I'm very familiar with that, not once but twice, then you, you, you're going to be banned, just like all of the comments were banned on the New Mexico Republic, RPG, RPNMs, a Republican Party of the state of New Mexico, they banned all the comments by removing... Hey, Rudy, your comment is gone, by the way. The moment you posted that poll... Yeah. Yeah, it was literally... I'm going to send it to you, Dowd. I've got all 64 slides... Wow. ...of every single comment that was made. So you have Donald Trump delivering the best economy, right? He delivered the vaccines in record time. If you want to take them, I'm not going to. I mean, even though I love Trump and I care about him and everything, these are ultimately not his actual vaccines, even though he forced the hand, but I'm still not going to do it. So, <laughs> we're, we're here. We all know that Joe Biden truly didn't win the election. Right? I'm, and this just officially got banned off of YouTube because I said that. We are back on YouTube after a 14-day oh, ban. We're out of, oh, yeah, we're out of YouTube jail. You know. I, didn't even know, I didn't even go before the parole board. No, Democrats and uh, their criminal operatives, we, of course, know that they stole the election. So, it's possible that Joe Biden could have won the election, but it's not probable. You look at these battleground states, and these are the ones that gave us Joe Biden, the oldest, frailest, dimmest president in our entire lifetime ever, right? He's also saying he wants to run for re-election. He'd be 83 <laughs> Those states that I've already mentioned to you, those five states, must fix the problems they created by setting up election systems that ensure the integrity of the votes. Because we already know something about Democrats, don't they? Don't we? That they're pretty good without even passing this HR one. Can you imagine if this actually passes? Then it needs two thirds, 
Two-thirds majority, if I'm not mistaken. Is that it, or is it 60-40? Uh, it must be 60-40 for cloture. 60-40 uh, for it to go ahead and get through. They are going to steal other elections. But, hey, when you're voting for two Democrats, regardless of their party registration, there's also that as uh, well. I'll cover the rest of this stuff tomorrow. Got some interesting stuff, but I'll leave it there as far as elections. I'll read your text, take your calls uh, after the break if you have any reactions to that. We'll talk about the special session in pot. Can't wait to talk about Hunter Biden. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide the loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate.
penultimate linings, fiberglass-based rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. All right, let's put things together, starting with the weather. Good-looking day again tomorrow. I mean, if you're liking today, you're going to love tomorrow as well. Look at this. In Rio Rancho, it is 76 degrees, 75 at the National Hispano Cultural Center. And 76 here at the Rock of Talk. we got a new problem. Unfortunately, it's on the interstate. I-40 westbound, just beyond the big guy. Injury accident. Now, they're trying to get that over to the right shoulder. But as you know, that's going to clog up the uh, the big guy, basically. And if your drive takes you on I-25 northbound, right beyond Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, looks like they are moving a problem over to the right shoulder. But we're moving extremely slow, under 20 miles an hour from Gibson. And on Coors Boulevard southbound, the path already stuck. Lauria to Montano, but at least no accidents or stalls there. Uh, you've seen raw greens as you're driving north on San Mateo, just the other side of Manal. Oh, yeah. Now come on into raw greens. They have all natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles, and they have some great pet products as well. If you'd like to see more, go to cbd.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, here at 451. Let's wrap the hour. I have a few texts uh, that are coming in. Feel free to text in, 550-5500. You guys are kind of down in the dumps. Normally, we have about uh, 20, 25 texts. I don't care what your reaction is. I really don't. I'll read them and get them out there. Um, uh, Eddie, is the RNC of New Mexico blackballing you from running for CD1? No, I ran, right? Is that fair? I, yeah. I did run. I haven't kept up with the latest information. I'm literally taking you out of the running of the Republican nomination. If so, those be corrupted a-holes. There you go. Uh, we tried to sue. I talked to my attorney actually again today, and um, I gave him all the information that I had. And we attempted to sue uh, the state of New Mexico uh, so that we could go ahead and open up the election so that everybody could register. Oh, right. Because yeah. I was pretty confident uh, that I, was, I would win an open election. In fact, there's no doubt. I mean, Mark Moyes has literally no name recognition. People have never heard of him, didn't know him. Uh, in fact, they was referred to in the FRW, the Valencia County, uh, Mark Morris. Never a good sign. <laughs> not not good. Name right. uh, so you got to do that and Oof. work on that. Uh, Elisa Martinez has tremendous name recognition. Uh, not to mention, uh, I think you also need to factor in the fact that uh, she's Latina. She's Native American. Uh, she's run before a statewide race, and I think she would have been a... Also, uh, a great, a great pick. I really thought, I got to tell you, based upon everything that we were doing, we really thought that she was uh, in second position. I thought it was first, second. And it was, I mean, we're really dealing with a finite, small group of people in the midst of all this. So, Small and small-minded group of people. Yeah. Uh, listening in in Roswell. Wow, that's nice. There we go. Uh, my friends in Roswell. Kick-ass. Fire of truth, Eddie. Keep fighting for all of us. Question. 
Why isn't Hunter in jail? It was one of us peons, if we did what he did, it would be, yeah. If you lied on a federal form to attain a weapon, a firearm, right, you would definitely be in jail. No doubt about it. Uh, Hunter Biden, not in jail. Uh, membership has its privileges. Let's, uh, I think it's a, is that a good way to put that? I think so. Uh, Eddie, you showed true class and integrity by calling Mark Morris. Uh, yeah, I had no problem. Not only did I call him, I also texted him. I called him twice yesterday and texted him. You know, the, the thing is, is ultimately that's... Anybody knows that if you ever have a problem with me, I have no problem interacting with you again. I have had so many breakups, even down here. Uh, we've had multiple run-ins ourselves, and ultimately we make up because... We have a breakup every couple of weeks, but it never really takes, you know. So. We've never broken... No, <laughs> no, a couple of weeks ago we had a little little thing, but that was me. That was me because of the level of stress and stuff, and I, I had to uh, tell Dowd that I would never... And, and I understand. I mean, running for office cannot be easy. It's easy for me as a analyst researcher to sit on the sidelines and always be carping. I get the fact that the people who really put their name out there, you know, they're taking a chance. It's complicated. Uh, you're going to catch a lot of incoming fire. Uh, and I, uh, it, it takes a lot of intestinal fortitude to do what Mr. Aragon did. Yeah, and I have a lot of tenacity, and I, I do v very much, you know, but, you know, there was no reason, no matter what, uh, to treat uh, the very best uh, uh, co-pilot, uh, if you will. We're sort of uh, mutual pilots uh, on this destination in radio, Dowd 3000, uh, the way that I did. So immediately, I mean, we buried the hatchet, and uh, that's what I did, and took care of that, and you know, I try to take care. That's one of the things about me is I take care of everybody around me before I ever take care Very of myself. So, uh, Eddie, you showed true class by integrity by calling him, Mark Morris. It's unfortunate he didn't act in the same way, which shows, in my opinion, he might as well, he might be as professional. However, I feel the same way you do when it comes to any supporting R or any D in any situation. On a different note, I finally got the courage to call into the Liberty Ladies. They're great, right? Uh, I got to tell you, Rebecca, she is uh, on top of her game. Those opens. Are they uh, three solid Rebecca. permanently now? Or, or, or? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was. <clears throat> yeah. I think the um, really interesting uh, lineup we have the Sons of Liberty going into the Liberty Ladies. And I gave the Liberty Ladies an additional hour. And it really uh, helps Natalie and John, uh, who are husband and wife and have a big family. Uh, because she's running. Remember, she's the uh, yoga belly dancer, belly dancer or whatever yeah. she she does. And so yeah, so I'm really kind of pushing them, and then they get in a fourth hour. And then I might have a well. Anyway, I'll talk about more of the lineup later. However, I feel the same way you do. On a different note, I finally got the courage to call the Liberty Ladies. I was a little nervous because they're people who inspire me to fight for our state. Nobody brings in more more petitions than they do. When I call on the Rock of Talk, I'll be a little nervous as well because you all inspire me in the same way. Bless, God bless you all in the Kiva and God bless you in the USA. You know who that is. That's 23-year-old uh, Kevin. That's uh, awesome. Eddie, Susanna from, okay, really wish you could be the voice of the people in New Mexico because Lord knows it's needed. Many don't feel the right pick was chosen. Uh, that's Susanna from Pet Food Store. i got to send you up there, Dowd, uh, to go meet her. I'm, I met her at the protest. Oh, did oh yeah, yeah, good. Uh, Eddie, could it be true that the Rock of Talk and D Donald J. Trump are the most effective out of political office? Uh, thank you. That's very nice uh, to say. Um, I really like that one. Uh, Eddie, you should run for governor or mayor, uh, right? No. I think I've already made my declaration of what I'm interested in, and I will likely run for Congress almost no matter what. So, you know, there's already people running for governor. There's already people running for mayor. Um, I certainly hope that people like Michelle Garcia-Holmes, who's taken a, a stab at mayor before, she might consider that. Or I certainly hope that uh, Elisa Martinez, uh, you know, she'd be a great uh, 
um, a U.S. Senate candidate. I think that's coming up actually in pretty short order. Tremendous organizer. Uh, there's still also other people who are out there, a number of people interested in the gubernatorial race. Uh, Jay Block, Greg Zanetti, uh, as we've already uh, come to know, and other people that potentially could be throwing their hats into the ring. One of the things that's happened uh, as well is uh, I guess it's been expressed that Mark Moores might be interested in governor's race. So that's been floated three times um, and with no denial on that. So, you know, this is where we get the whole idea about how much it is. Uh, I asked Mark, who are you, and do you have anything more than campaign slogans to offer? What the hell does standing tall for New Mexico mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's right up there with the Respect New Mexico blockbuster. Uh, Eddie, you did great in spite of them. You are impacting New Mexico GOP. That's good. Eddie, keep stirring the pot, not the plant. Yep, that's right. QB cannot win with those who go along to get along. Yeah, I don't know how to do that, and I think that that's uh, important. Uh, hello, Eddie and the Kiva. I was shortly stuck on an ex-sheriff show. Oh, that would be Darren White. Uh, very close with... Uh, Jay McCluskey, by the way, and he was introducing this Republican candidate, Mark Morris, who I've never heard of, and I swear he was introducing a Democrat. Our Republican Party leadership is a joke, and basically here to help get uh, election Democrats elected. Uh, let's see. Oh, Louis Sanchez texts in. He says, uh, we're going to give people the state of the voice soon. All right, Louis uh, always fighting hard, and he's owner of Calibers, of course. Deep State has long tentacles. Uh, hi, Eddie. Really disappointed about the outcome of the election. Uh, would do a write-in campaign on your behalf be advisable? No. Do not do that. Do not write in. Do not vote for independence. Please. you, you got to stop that, okay? I don't care about the emotion. Seriously, don't do it. You've been characterized as a firebrand outside the establishment already. Why not capitalize it? Because that's not what I'm going to do. I'm not interested in... No, if I was running, I was actually, I'd be actually running. As always, our best to you in the family. God bless. That's um, from good, good guy, Bill. Thank you for doing that. I'm responding to everyone. Uh, Eddie, uh, okay, join Jay Block for a special announcement. Veterans Memorial Park, Rio Rancho, Saturday, April 17th, 1 p.m. Uh, and I believe that Jay will be making his announcement, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for governor. So, told us, yeah. There we go. Let's uh, hit the top of the hour Fox News. There's all the, uh, I got a lot more messages here, and thanks for all getting in all your thoughts. As always, we appreciate you right here in the Kiva, AM 600 FM. This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. to see it. I'm Lisa Lacera, Fox News. Leaders of the House Committee with oversight of the Capitol Police want an Inspector General's report on the January 6th Capitol riot that has not been made public. Ohio Democrat Tim Ryan and Washington Republican Jamie Herrera Butler are urging the U.S. Capitol Police Board to release an upcoming Inspector General's report about the deadly Capitol breach. Ryan chairs a key subcommittee with oversight over Capitol Police. Funding Butler is the panel's top Republican. The two lawmakers are also requesting the Capitol Police conduct regular press conferences about threats posed to Congress and efforts to improve security around the Capitol complex. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Federal prosecutors say a man charged with storming the Capitol was wearing a shirt that read, I was there, Washington, D.C., January 6, 2021, when he was arrested in his Dallas home. They're urging a judge to keep Garrett Miller jailed while he awaits trial. Miller's attorney is seeking his release, saying he's expressed regret for his actions. President Biden sounding the alarm as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports an increase in cases of COVID-19. We let our guard down now. We could see a virus getting worse not better. You know, as many people as we vaccinated, 
we still have more Americans left to go. But the president also said more vaccines are coming, and within three weeks, 90% of adults will be eligible to get one. The trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, charged in the death of George Floyd, began today with opening statements and jurors being shown the video that shows Chauvin holding his knee on Floyd's neck with Floyd gasping for air. Prosecutor Jerry Blackwell told the jury Chauvin didn't let up, even after Floyd said 27 times that he couldn't breathe. The defense says it will show Chauvin acted as he was trained, and they claim that drugs played a role in Floyd's death. America is listening to Fox News. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, quick fees may apply, offer cost information and conditions, sequel has a letter, license to all 50 states, and analysis, consumer access, or number 330. gives President Biden high marks on the pandemic, but when it comes to immigration and gun violence, Americans are less satisfied. More than two-thirds of Americans believe the president is doing a good job on the coronavirus pandemic and economic recovery. According to a new ABC News Ipsos survey on immigration, 57% disapprove as the Biden administration deals with the surge of unaccompanied children on the southern border. A majority believe the situation is a crisis, while 42% say it's a serious problem. The president's handling of gun control in the aftermath of mass shootings also getting low marks, with nearly a third of respondents saying they disapprove. At the White House, Rachel Sutherland. Fox News. Southwest Airlines says it's expanding its whole Boeing fleet. The airline says it's purchasing 10737 MAX jets. The MAX was grounded two years ago after two crashes that killed 346 people. But regulators in the U.S., Canada, and other nations have since cleared it to fly after Boeing made changes to its flight control system that investigators say played a role in the crashes. Woody Allen has spoken out about resurfaced allegations against him. The CBS interview was taped last July. Aired Sunday, two weeks after the conclusion of HBO's documentary, Allen vs. Farrow. Allen addressed the allegations by his adoptive daughter, Dylan, that he molested her when she was seven, which he called preposterous. And they still prefer to cling to, if not the notion that I molested Dylan, the possibility that I molested The documentary featured recent interviews with Mia Dillon and Ronan Farrow. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Wall Street, the Dow plus 98, hitting another record. The Nasdaq lost 79 points. The S&P off three points, slipping below a record that it's higher than it reached last week. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. Alright, hour two, and I think we can put things together. Starting with the weather, it's going to just be another great day tomorrow. You know, this whole week is looking A-OK. We have a slight chance of uh, rain, they say, later in the week. Uh, let's just test the waters on that. Or not. 64 degrees in Santa Fe right now with clear skies, 77 in Knob Hill. 
And 76 here at the Rock of Talk. All right. Looking uh, kind of, well, it's getting better. I-25. Uh, northbound, right there just past Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. They did get the problems over to the right shoulder. But even as I look out the door here or out the window, I see that that I-25 northbound stops up right here at Gibson. So that's just going to be a tough ride for you on your way home. Not much better. I-40 westbound past the Big Eye cleared up that accident, but still kind of stumbling coming out of the Big Eye. This traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, companion care at reasonable rates. These people are great with our folks. Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance, they are ready to pitch in and help. Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, accepting insurance and pay clients. Connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Now, let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600 KIVA, AM1490 KRSN. Santa Fe, 107.1 Los Alamos. Don't forget, you can find us on Roku TV. Just type in Rock of Talk. Apple TV, just type in Rock of Talk. And Amazon Fire TV, just type in Rock of Talk. You doubt Muska. Hour number two, and we are going to get to his uh, big write-up here for the day. No business like corporate welfare. We'll tour the I-25 studios, of course. But the, uh, I guess really the big news of the week is it is Holy Week, uh, Passover and uh, Easter and Good Friday, all the great things that we come to love about April in New Mexico, which, of course, has to do with the weather, the wind, and normally the pilgrimage walk to Santuario de Chimayo. I encourage you to do both that and uh, for you Catholics out there also going to Tome. So I certainly hope that you take the opportunity um, to celebrate uh, the victory that is the uh, born-again uh Jesus Christ uh, on Easter Sunday, not to mention the uh, three days that we all go through with Holy Saturday. And I really encourage you to do as many traditional things in spite of what the state police, in spite of what uh, any edicts that might be handed down uh, from the Archdiocese of Santa Fe. This is your week, folks, and it was taken away from you once already. Do not let it happen again. And I know Dowd, uh, who is a non-believer uh, and uh, would not uh, mind you doing that uh, if for no other reason than to just really feel free here in the United States of America. I remember that being such a lamentful time, uh, Dowd, uh, when everything was shut down and uh, people figured that they were not going to be able to celebrate were, the holiest of times. You were uh, particularly which was angry. I remember talking about the first time in 400 years yeah. in, in this part of the world where you're not allowed to celebrate Easter and uh uh, I, I hope Smotherman has a huge victory on good for them. Sunday. Yep. I hope uh, Calvary and Skip uh, have a good victory for them. I hope all of our uh, Catholics out there encourage their pastors to do what they can to go out and celebrate. And, you know, you're feeling it already, that uh, mid-70-degree temperature, the beautiful mountains, the snow, the final melt, all that stuff. We do generally get one or two, you know, uh, once a decade, twice a decade, April you know, almost tax day uh, snows. I remember the one back in, I believe, 2005 that we got, which buried us under. And 
but as the snow goes, you know, in the morning you get it, by the afternoon, you're like, it's gone. It was doesn't snow. work that way in Connecticut. That's why I like the state. Uh, you know, if you're trying to get out and do your, your traditional uh, religious observations, yes. uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that earlier today, the Centers for Disease Control's director uh, said that she is, uh, let's see, uh, impending doom. Uh, she's feeling impending ah. doom. For, fourth wave. Uh, yeah. The well, fourth have, wave, they're calling it. Yeah, uh, we have so much reason for hope, but right now, I'm scared. Thank you, uh, Dr. Walensky, for really giving us so much joy this time of season. You know, Let's talk about uh, what's really big this week as far as government and the reason why your state legislators are being hauled off at the cost of, what is it, $83,000 a day? Is that, uh, the, yeah. that the number? Uh, they're all getting their per diems and their staff, and everybody's up there. And let's remember that this is inevitable. Cannabis legalization or pot marijuana, and let's just talk about that from the standpoint of calling what it is, it's still a Schedule One drug, which means it's federally illegal. Several states have passed it. Obviously, our neighbors to the north, Colorado, has done so. doesn't make it right, and it doesn't mean that that's the thing that we should do. Uh, your new CD1 uh, Republican representative uh, was on a show earlier today for which one of the guys that we're about to talk about, his name, Darren White, also a uh, talk show host for quasi-conservatives out there, and I do mean quasi as in Quasimodo, strange conservatives who are advocating for the legalization of such a drug uh, are profiteering off of this. And that's really what's at the heart of this uh, legalization is who's going to make money, how much, and who gets to be sort of first to the line. A good write-up actually in the Albuquerque Journal that I would say is relatively fair. And it states one of the issues that lawmakers have grappled with is deciding who should profit from the lucrative new industry being built from the ground up. Now we know that people... At this point, once you legalize it, will inevitably grow it in their backyard, grow it in their neighbor's backyard, grow it in their house, and they'll say, hey, man, it's legal. I can do it, too. That's what this does. You give the green light, and everybody's going to be growing it. So according to this uh, conservative Democrat, we got to bring this guy over to the Republican side and change a few things about him, but Joseph Cervantes, uh, not my, I'm not a big fan of him, voiced concern about the role of the quote-unquote big guys. Now, think of this in terms of big corporations versus, hey, the small businesses. The essential business, to put it in 2020 terms in COVID-19, versus the non-essential guys, right? Every small business that's out there. Voice concerned about the role of the big guys in helping draft provisions in a legalization bill that ultimately stalled. Now, I believe that most of the legislation doubt, and I know that you're more of an expert on this than I am. I hate talking about it because I end up fielding so many phone calls that I don't care about it. And I get a lot of personal little trivial things that are bounced to me that, oh, I could drive so much better when I'm on pot. And I'm like, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? your mind, man. Whoa, I, you know, it's not as bad as alcohol. So, uh -huh. you know, I get tired of hearing these arguments all the time. So here's really kind of, you know, the long and the short of it is it is a big business guy as far as cannabis that drafted this. If I'm not mistaken, Duke Rodriguez, is that correct? So, And I think he owns a company by the name of Ulta Health. The other one is Darren White. He owns something called, along with uh, three or four other partners, if I'm not mistaken, he who must not be named all these very... You know, I, I believe uh, the former governor, Susanna Martinez, her ex-husband, ex-hubby, uh, isn't he involved in oh, uh, he? this business, uh -huh. I believe? Mr. Franco, you know, at a certain age, you just stop caring about everything else. You're like, how much money do I make? And, hey, pass the bourbon. Several lawmakers have worked on legalization bill acknowledge current medical cannabis producers would have a big jump start if New Mexico decides 
to legalize tax, that's the most important word when it comes to legalize it, and regulate the marijuana sales. Two prominent producers combined to give more than 170K. That's a lot of E, that's a lot of money in campaign contributions to lawmakers last year. According to Cervantes, he says the state will decide who will get to profit and how much they get to profit from this. That's really what this is about. You're, this is the Politburo meeting so that they could understand who's going to get money, how they're going to get money, and who wins. They're all going to decide uh, how much money they're going to make. So the Cervantes compared cannabis distribution to liquor licenses and what happened in liquor licenses uh, in the 2021 legislative session, Dowd. Uh, kind of interesting. They got completely and totally devalued. Yeah. And guess what these pot guys are doing? They don't want their licenses to get devalued. They want to be at the front of the line. We paid the money. We invested the infrastructure. And they've got Democrats. You know, they might be for the people, but they're really for the corporation. Such a guy is by the name of Javier Martinez y Martinez. He says, nothing wrong with existing medical cannabis producers getting a head start under the legalization laws. Many of these medical cannabis producers have not only invested money and time, but they've also laid the foundation for New Mexico to become the latest state to legalize it, bro. So that's really what he's saying. What does that sound like? His friends and his buddies. Right? Who's getting paid? So, D D Dowd, I know that you're really good at uncovering the money and what's yeah. behind this, but that's ultimately what is behind this big, quote-unquote, whether you call it cannabis or marijuana or marijuana or, hey, weed. I don't really care what you call it, but uh, we all have different ways of characterizing this and we can certainly address some of the sensitivities, but who's donated to what and how, and who's received? Yeah, I mean, well, you you mentioned the, our uh, friend on the radio on the big stick, uh, eleven thousand dollars to Michelle Lujan Grisham, who you know is calling. You know, I'm, I'm I'm a libertarian. I'm generally for legalizing just about everything, but you know, I don't know that a special session for one bill. You know, uh, anyway, eleven thousand dollars that he gave to uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Duke Rodriguez, this ultra health is is interesting. I'm doing a little digging on this, Eddie. Um, our our new nominee for the congressional district number one in this special election, uh, Mark David Moores. This is according to the Secretary. It's not Moores. It's Moores. 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 Uh, Mark Moores. The fifth highest contributor to his campaign in 2020 was indeed ultra health. Ah. Three thousand five hundred dollars. Whoa. There you go. Money sloshing around. a lot of money. Hey. Even in New Mexico. Even for New Mexico. So there you go. So a lot of people out there getting paid to, quote, unquote, legalize it. Legalize it. Uh, who else received money like that? Anybody uh, else? Still digging. I'm looking okay. into, I mean, you know, Moore's, if you're a social conservative, you're going to have to have problems with this guy. I mean, he's 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 a pro-pot dude. I mean, uh, it is what it is. Pass the joint, bro. You know, like all the founding fathers. Yeah, man, they man, all grew they it. used to roll it. We... I think the Constitution was actually it was written, written on, him, on man. it. Yeah. <laughs> Such licenses, uh, by the way, could allow for grants, secchia associations, and other groups if small guys got involved. Here's back to Martinez. He says, I don't think anyone's going to be able to monopolize the market in months. And then you got Cliff Pertle, a Republican from Roswell. He introduced a competing cannabis legalization bill. I just got to know, like after coming out of COVID and all those roses, how is it that we're even prioritizing? Why isn't there just an immediate shutdown since we know that this is exactly what Michelle Lujan Grisham wants to get done? Mm. I don't care how this polls, what it looks like. This is not a priority for New Mexico. Okay? 
But Pirtle proposed tying the cost of marijuana production to the size of the growing operation. I don't know. Whatever that is. What? Uh, Who knows? He said he favors opening the licensing process to all new entrepreneurs as quickly as possible. Hey, Dad, you can get in on it, too. You can grow it in your apartment. Say maybe on five plants. Don't give me any ideas. There you go. Even if the commercial cannabis sales are not authorized to start until sometime next year. So, we covered all this. Uh, Pure Life, uh, Darren White's uh, group. $115,000. Uh, $115,000. It must be very lucrative. The 40 different lawmakers. Ultra Health, Duke Rodriguez, uh, gave 25000 to two contributions to Senate Democrats' caucus committee. And then an additional 13 current lawmakers. And uh, $55,500. These guys got a lot of money to different New Mexico legislative candidates and political committees during last year's election. So, Just to put that in, 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 in perspective. Sure. Um, there was only 20, I believe, uh, yeah, the data showed that in 2016, there was only 25000 spent by marijuana producers in the entire 2016 election cycle. Really? So we're orders of magnitude. I mean, they are spending a lot of money on this. So so if you look at the 55 and the 115, that just, that's 170. <laughs> so Slightly that's, larger uh, in four years. Almost exponential, but, wow. uh, you know, that's certainly uh, interesting. Okay, so... Did you know about the Chamber of Commerce called the New Mexico Cannabis Chamber of Commerce, Rudy? Are you aware of this? Yeah, yeah. Ben Lewinger, I knew his dad. He was the uh, uh, president of uh, Grub and Grubber, also known as Grub and Ellis, uh, now for now Colliers International. I'm a commercial real estate guy. Talked about uh, marijuana legalization, and uh, 41 shares uh, printed this up. The Chamber's members include big pot donors uh, to many legislators' campaigns, such as Pure Life and HRX. According to the write-up here, Lewin on 41 shares, Lewinger was asked why it taken so long to get close to a recreational marijuana bill passing. He characterized the rural areas of New Mexico that lean Republican as stigmatized claiming, and this is really a sell, New Mexico is a hard blue state, a very progressive state. Once you get out of the urban areas of Las Cruces, Albuquerque, and Santa Fe, New Mexico is rural and conservative, so it cannot be passed. Well, that seems to be changing. The other reason why he actually is thinking that this didn't pass is because we're volunteer legislators. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting look at it. Um, but here's one of the things that 41 Shares talks about, and that is left wing social justice aspects. He said the portions of the bill are super important. Just in case you didn't think passing marijuana was was bad enough, the actual cannabis chamber of commerce has stated the most important thing tied to the passage of this has to do with social justice aspects of pot. That's right, folks. Pot is a gateway drug for you to become liberal. Just ask Mark Moores or any other Republican who's behind legalizing it. Lewinger said that he thought the Democrats' recreational marijuana had 88 to 100% chance of passing. There you go. He's hopeful that... Biden will take it off the Schedule 1 drug. And then he's hoping that Kamala Harris, who lives in a 71,000-foot uh, uh, house, right? Her little chambers are only 10,000 square feet. She says, he literally sw- says this, I think the next Democratic president, Kamala Harris, will probably legalize cannabis. That's exactly what we need. Here's some of the other claims in all this, and more of the social mobility, social tie-ins to all this. According to Ben, he also states that marijuana, the terms association, 
has a criminal element to it when you call it marijuana. It also has a racist animus towards Latino and other non-white social groups when you refer to it as marijuana. He states, and I quote, according to 41 Shares, it played into branding immigrants as a problem and it played into branding people of color as a threat to white America. I think we absolutely need to stop saying marijuana today. Mm-hmm. Wow. Literally changing the definitions, right? This is a skilled leftist who ostensibly came from a guy who actually, from a, from a family uh, where Mr. Lewinger had to only, he could only cash checks on stuff that actually was transacted, which is, you know, you only kill what you eat or you only eat what you kill, right? And you know, that, mm-hmm. that type of environment. And here's a guy that's like, well, you know, we're just going to grow it. He also states the medical cannabis industry, which is owned by white men, <laughs> is engaging in federally illegal activity right now, but we don't talk about it in the same way that we would a person of color growing and selling cannabis, so we should stop calling it marijuana. Okay. I like it. It's good. <laughs> well, I like the social justice aspect. Does, does it mean if you walk into a dispensary now, once it's legalized, if you can prove that you're black or Latinx or Latinx, Native American, oh, you, pay, you pay less for your weed? Oh, like, I evil like white, that, right? Whitey here has to pay more for my weed, you know? I'm getting like into those that. edibles once I get on a plane again. I oh, need yeah. those edibles. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to pay more, I guess. Have you ever done? Have you ever tried pot, uh, uh, Rudy? Yes, I did for three months of my life right out of high school. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. That's honest. I love that. Uh, how about you, Doug? I, I have part, partooken at times. <laughs> I would say at least 20 years since I've touched marijuana. Really? At least, yeah. Okay. You guys both know that I've never even touched the thing. Oh, you're so square. Yeah, not because I'm square, but just because uh, I'm not into mind-altering experiences. And more than that, I have read several books on the damaging effects, not just short-term, a uh, long-term, long-term, but short-term yeah. uh, effects Alex, of marijuana. Alex Berenson, I think, I wrote yeah, a book on it. Yeah, I've got it still got to read that book. Yeah, and uh, just people missing, an incom- you know, not just chapters of their lives, like missing their entire life <laughs> wow. because they were on marijuana so often. Um, there is a uh, uh, personality-splitting disorder that uh, happens in your 40s, if you're a serial abuser of marijuana where you have fits of violence and an inability to control yourself. Uh, Yeah, 30s and your 40s uh, for people uh, who also uh, come at the formation of the uh, of your brain, which is generally the final formation, 18 to 23 years of age, those final closures, if you will, that happen and uh, there's also uh, serious uh, uh, health ramifications that happen uh, with that. So, I mean, my support for decriminalizing everything is a libertarian principle. I I do not tell people to smoke marijuana or take right, cocaine. Right, right, right. I don't. I'm, I live my life like a Mormon person. But, but, but so. here's what's more important than that, though. Uh, and I'm doubt doubt. I'm glad from the philosoph- uh, philosophical aspect that you're addressing it. Is if we are going to decriminalize it, we should have zero dollars statewide to rehabilitate yep. Yep. anybody who is under the influence of any drug going forward. This should be not the uh, sort of ward of the state to go ahead and rehabilitate these people, just like we should not rehabilitate uh, people in federal prisons or in state prisons. If you're you're free to choose to do this, you are free to accept the consequences. Exactly. (laughs) If you want to make free will, free will, true free will, then that's kind of where it is. You play the ball where it lies, right? I think that's uh, absolutely it. Uh, any apologies for the second text? My last message, I meant to say that Mark Morris might not be professional since he didn't return your phone calls. Uh, that's 23-year-old Kevin. Absolutely. Uh, what number one business tip is? Always answer your phone. Sorry. Uh, the Northeast House new political activism in the mayor council election cycle. 
Stop the industrialization of North Albuquerque Acres. Oh, my God. Those guys are idiots. That's up and down Paseo, North Albuquerque Acres. Yep. You know that area? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's like they have a Trader Joe's, and they automatically are woke because there's a Trader Joe's <laughs> in the area. No, I'm not even kidding. It's like, true. I'm, it's, it really is. It's, it's a, hi, Eddie. Uh, it's Nancy. just want you to tell you I'm very sorry that you didn't win the nomination. I was hopeful for the state of New Mexico. But I'm not hopeful now, but maybe things will change. I do wish the Republicans would try to win instead of just sitting around and try to do what you were doing, which is pump everybody up. Get us going. I pump you up. I'm Hans. Dodds Franz. We're here too. You up. Pump you <laughs> up. And to get us going so when it works again, I will definitely be on your side. When you're great at what you do, you're great at speaking, you can make a big difference. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. I wait, when I hear the word uh, name Nancy, I think of Groundhog Day. Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> You make little chipmunk sounds. <laughs> Is there any truth to you getting your medical marijuana card and them being able to take away your firearms? Yes. Hello. Oh, interesting. Really? Yes. That's you're, really. Exactly. Why are these people not realizing it's a Schedule One drug? Okay. Yeah. Let me come okay. and take your. Hey, take a hit. Of, take another hit of that. Uh, where's your firearms? Just give them to me. I'm good. Take away firearms because you're basically legalized to be impaired. Yeah. If you have yeah. a firearm and you're smoking dope, uh, and I call it dope because you're a dope. Uh, sorry. Uh, Eddie, can the governor keep the legislature in session until they pass pot? Uh, we all know that the state broke if they don't pass it because her buddy Biden killed energy in New Mexico. There you go. Other, and the, the money is nominal. And honestly, I don't care if those state legislators stayed up there for the next month or two. Oh, Mark Morris cannot raise money, cannot campaign while the state legislature is in session. Oh, so that's okay. kind of, and neither can the Democrat candidate. Well, I mean, the economic development, I've said this before, the economic development argument now that so many states have legalized it, mm-hmm. if New Mexico were the first mover and there, and there was going to be tremendous tourism coming here for weed, you could make that economic <laughs> development argument. Right, right. But you can't make it anymore with so many states having legalized no, it. No, it, it removes it. We have two border it. states, that le- Arizona and Colorado. The law of diminishing returns happens almost immediately. Uh, uh, and yeah, I guess in terms of the saturation, you know, you go to east, what is it? Oh, you go west and north of New Mexico. Yep, yep. And all you have to do is go east. And uh, the people who go east are cons- we're conservatives out here in Texas. The BS Fox News is saying Biden uh, says the virus is going rampant again. He illegally opened the border, exposing everyone to all kinds of violent crime, theft, disease, cartels, drugs, and economic ruin. These people are all extreme connected Marxist criminals. They are. Uh, they run as many independent businesses and legitimate working citizens as possible with the bees virus, with this BS virus, and then they open the border for an actual extremely dangerous invasion. They're playing the Marxist race card to divide the military right now. Singled out Catholics now as extremists as well. That great tax insight. Steve Jobs says Bill Gates' problem is he's never done drugs. Can you believe? <laughs> Steve Jobs is dead, and uh, Bill Gates line. is a robot. Uh, Eddie, uh, the New Mexico Republican Party is part of the swamp. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, decriminalization is an equality issue. Will it be mandated for smart people, Brave New World? Oh, that is actually really good, Aldous Huxley. Mm. Oh, you guys are so smart. The, our guys are readers. They are. We got readers and breeders. <laughs> what do you think about that for my next campaign slogan, uh, Rudy? Re- readers and breeders. <laughs> Works for me. Got the cost of social services increase related to pot outweighed any revenue the state gained. Big time net loss. With no different. Will there be no differential in all of that? Uh, you know who likes? You know who likes pot? Hunter Biden. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, Murder Mike's coming back uh, today or what's going on. Murder Mike, you there? Come in, come in. Is it, uh, was it Car Fifty Four? What was the name of it? Uh, we need our Murder Mike back. Murder My parents Mike, love Murder, Murder Mike. Mike. They want to hear from him. Yeah.
Uh, he really wanted to go with Metro Mike, but I'm not sure why. The Murder Mike is just so much sounds, impactful. Sounds, uh, yeah, I think we're up to 20, you're right in the face. 20, <laughs> 26 murders now here in the uh, city of Albuquerque. Parents Albuquerque. are praying for your safety, Murder Mike. Hey, Rudy, uh, I got several texts. Do not say Albuquerque. It's almost like saying Burke. Do not say Albuquerque. Yeah, okay. can you just say Burke? No, don't say that either. I don't know what that is. But I do know what Albuquerque is. But can you spell it? You're only a native if you can. Back here in the Kiva. When we return, 529 back and forth. AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRSF Benefit. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio. 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. 
Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Looks like a great day for the next couple. Uh, It is going to be uh, Saturday that they say the next shot of rain is coming, and that's just a real slight chance of it. It will be windy, though, tomorrow, and I can tell you right now, I was just noticing the flag out the door here is really kind of moving pretty tight and stiff. 15-mile-an-hour winds right at the moment. Taylor Ranch, 78 degrees. It is 76 at Paseo Crossing and 76 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, got a couple of problems. This is a new one, San Antonio southbound, right on the on-ramp there to I-25. This is a major injury accident, and that's always one of those that everyone's kind of really uh, wrestling for space there. So um, just know you may want to get on the freeway at San Mateo instead. All right, Paseo del Norte westbound from Holbrook to Wyoming. That's an odd stretch because on the westbound side, that normally would not that be the non-volume side, but not today. Very, very slow. And this traffic report is brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop. They're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, with the biggest humidor in the southwest. You can know this. That temperature control is going to give you the largest selection of blends and the best prices. Yeah, Monte Cigar Shop. That's the place to go. San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the rock of talk. Rock singers, we got golden fingers, and we love everywhere we go. We sing about beauty, and we sing about shoes. $10,000 a show. We take all kind of pills, and give us all kind of pills, but the pill we've never known. It's a pill that'll get you when you get sure, but you're on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. He's a flamboyant one, huh? I didn't realize that. What is what's going on? We uh, when we don't get disco, we get a little country. When uh, <laughs> we don't lose the flamboyance, uh, uh, will you capitalize the three letters in the the middle? B O Y flamboyance in the middle of all that it was on this day, uh, way back in what is this? Seventy uh, three or before my time. The Medicine Show, Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show got their picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine after they hit the cover of the Rolling Stone. Uh, reached number six on the singles chart. I thought it went higher. This seems like a number one hit. Hmm. For the members of the group, they really did buy five copies for their mothers, as they promised in the song. Good so, boys. Uh, certainly that. Never uh, lie. <laughs> speaking of good boys, let's talk about our uh, big piece uh, here that you can find. And, and I do want to say that the focus of 
Uh, most of our 5 and 6 o'clock hours uh, for the remainder of the week are going to be directly on Hunter Biden, Bill Richardson, and the rest of what's really, truly wrong here in the state of New Mexico. And uh, I know that uh, Dowd, I think you printed out a significant uh, number of copies uh, earlier today because of some stuff going with uh, Hector Balderas. Do you want to allude to what we might hear a little bit later on in the week as you through that, uh, yeah, that I mean, information? It's just a, a train wreck. Um, Hector Balderas, as Attorney General of the state of New Mexico, our beloved land of enchantment. Yes, right? yes. Uh, he's so suing the federal government for uh, allowing this process of licensing a nuclear facility uh, down in the southeast portion of the state to move forward. Uh, this is a thing that has been in the regulatory red tape miasma for years and years and years. It's a solid economic development project. It poses minuscule threat, no threat basically to any of the people in New Mexico or any other place that the nuclear waste will be coming from. It's just metallic tubes basically. They're going to store them in these heavy concrete bunkers. But it's not good enough for Hector. Uh, the fact that this has been vetted by multiple agencies, uh, just Fish and Wildlife, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, on and on and on. So he just filed today his lawsuit. So I'm oh. going to be that's how I'm going to be spending my evening, ladies and gentlemen, reading Hector's latest lawsuit. I mean, if they if it ain't Hollywood, I guess, and if it ain't green power, you're not wanted in New Mexico anymore. Uh, oh. You know, God forbid you bring some economic diversity uh, and some good jobs down there to the southeast corner. A portion of the state that's been hit very bad by the oil and gas situation in, in light of uh, the COVID world where we still live in, unfortunately. And uh, I just thought Hector had a better head on his shoulders. Uh, you know, you expect this kind of thing from Stephanie Garcia-Richard. You expect this kind of thing from Michelle Luan Grisham. They're, you know, princesses not too bright. You know, Hector's a little smarter than this. Uh, it's great for headlines, I guess, but this thing will be tossed uh, by any credible federal judge. Well, I think the reason is just more posturing, yeah, and it's yeah. unnecessary because we don't think of him as uh, not necessarily a non-power um, you know, power guy. Um, so you're talking about the atom bomb, I immediately think of. You might, might tell you what I think of. I don't think of Southern New Mexico. I think of Garbage Pail Kids. Okay. Yeah, I remember Adam Bomb. Remember that uh, when they came out? Do you remember Adam yeah. Bomb? That's like the first yeah. image when you think of yes. the Adam Bomb, Very and popular. it was Adam Bomb. You know, that is the second most uh, valuable Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, it kids. is? Speaking okay. of garbage. Uh, of course, they were the response to the Cabbage Patch Kids. That's it was correct. the nasty, dirty yeah. kind of stuff. So uh, $4,000 is a uh, gem mint value if you happen oh, to I might have, have had one of those. Yeah, an Adam Bomb. <laughs> if you have Nasty Nick. Uh, Nasty Nick, he's worth seventy five hundred. Remember him? Yeah, that was good. Uh, Evil Eddie, number three on the list. Ooh, yeah. yeah Evil I Eddie. Imagine a certain like, someone around here like that. Yeah, one. I, I do. <laughs> I actually, uh, I'm gonna have to go back and see if I have any of these. But Evil Eddie is worth twenty two hundred. Um, Evil Eddie is the same as Nasty Nick, by the way. Okay. So it was okay. kind of they didn't know whether or not to go uh, which one for the, uh, the the vampire and all that. And then you had uh, Schizophrenic Junkie Jeff in. JDK, you of course know JDK. Uh, that one's worth uh, a couple grand as well. So if you have those lying around, folks. Uh, they're worth a lot of money. But unfortunately, our nuclear programs here in the state of New Mexico should be worth a lot of money, but not if you have your own attorney general suing the federal government to go ahead and take advantage uh, or not take advantage and push that kind of stuff away. But we're good at that. We pushed away oil and gas. We push away all these types of things because this is just what we do. We're into virtue signaling, yep. making sure that we can uh, get the votes to get people to vote for us. And, hey, aren't you against nuclear energy? So they must be really thinking that they're going to get on board with some sort of uh, big progressive win come 2022. Constantly thinking about politics. 
That's the only reason why that. If you think uh, about that fusion of we discussed earlier today, the weed, uh, yeah, right, you, the green energy, and then Hollywood. These, yeah. these are the right kinds of businesses, yes. but they also are the businesses that play ball with the politicians. Too funny how there's just a great, you know. There's alignment there. Funny how that always seems to work out. All right, let's talk about, uh, speaking of film, speaking of pot, and speaking of uh, the things that we actually want to pay for, apparently movies, uh, movies that you'll never watch, never see, or never hear from. Uh, Here we go once again down that long, strange uh, road. And this was posted earlier. You can find it directly at rockoftalk.chat. Please subscribe, folks. Best way to support uh, young Dowd, uh, the Dowd 3000. Uh, and there is no business like corporate welfare. We do it bigger and better. I think we're number one in the country, if I'm not mistaken, on a per capita basis of what we hand out for the film industry. And oh, sure. Yeah. We love that. Uh, Dow, take it away. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the the film and television press here, I'm thinking of uh, was it Adrian Gomez mm-hmm. and, and our, our television stations, they are absolutely giddy because... The vaccine is being distributed, and Hollywood is coming back to New Mexico. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's very they never sim- left. Well, uh, they did. It's interesting. New Mexico lost a couple of productions. David E. Kelly, big producer, big Hollywood producer, married to Michelle Pfeiffer. He was going to film a show called, I think, Big Sky here. He bolted because the lockdown was too severe in New Mexico. He went off to, I think, Vancouver, uh, Canada, and they, they they subsidize films up in Canada even even worse than we do in New Mexico. But so the press lately, the last few weeks, they are running stories and doing television reports over and over. How wonderful! Breaking, uh, uh, Better Call Saul is back. Oh, Bob Odenkirk got his vaccination at the Hispanic Cultural Center this weekend. They did a big profile of him. They went out and shot a video. And uh, Bob Odenkirk, who's a talented actor, but he had his big New Mexico United hat on. So uh, I may not be watching the last season after that. But anyway, so they're coming back. And what I it's been a while. Since since I really dug into this, um, what's going on with other states? We had a backlash. Now, not in New Mexico because we can't have nice things here, but in between, let's say, 2015, 2020, states finally started to wake up that this race to the bottom where we're going to shovel millions of dollars to Hollywood. No, we're going to shovel even more millions of dollars to Hollywood. Oh, we're going to shovel even millions more to Hollywood. A lot of states, uh, some fairly big states, Florida, Michigan, not small states, and then even some smaller places like Alaska and Kentucky said, you know, we looked at the research. This this is insane. We're we're, we're paying a hundred thousand dollars per job created to support you know films and television jobs in our state. It's just simply not fair. Uh, we're not really attracting a significant amount. They only come here for the money. They don't stay here and build large facilities here and do post production here. And the the big name people, the stars, the directors, the writers, they don't move here. They just come in to get their shoot here, get their checks, and and bail. Um, a lot of states walked away from this, but what I detected, and we had the Friday off in light of uh, the election, and I just I just needed extra time to really dig into this. What's happened to all of these states subsidizing Hollywood in light of coronavirus? Well, what's happening is, as New Mexico is so thrilled that productions are coming back, ten productions right now are currently in in the state. Other states are saying, hey, our economy stinks, our unemployment is high, let's get back into subsidizing Hollywood. We did it, let's let uh, uh, hope triumph over experience, and we're going to get back in in a big way. Uh, New York is the only state I found, and, and there had been some speculation a year ago, and we talked about this throughout the year, Michelle Lujan Grisham expecting her bailout from a President Biden. That's exactly, she got it. That's exactly what they got. Yep. New, New York is the only state I could document that actually reduced its film subsidy program. They took five percentage points off their 30% rebate. They knocked it down to 25. This is Andrew Cuomo, of all people, did oh. this. 
Um, but I don't think it's going to last. And also, they have a $420 million cap every year. So you can go all the way up to $420 million to subsidize in New York. And the New York Times did a really interesting story about how in the city itself, up in the Hudson Valley, and even up in Buffalo, all kinds of new studios are opening. Uh, you know, All kinds of infrastructure is happening up in New York to retain as much as they're filming uh, uh, production as they, as they can. In Montana, they are looking at significantly raising their... Uh, ten current ten million dollar cap on per tech, uh, on tax credits. They are also going to see if that bill makes it through. Is that, is that for like per? Uh, that is the limit that you can award every year to multiple productions, from, no matter how many productions. Oh, come, so for the entire state. state, ten million? Yeah, it's pretty I mean, low. For, and for the entire state of New Mexico, for, we're at three fifty. Uh, our our cap is one hundred and ten, except for. Netflix and NBC Universal, who have no cap at all, they can collect as much of your tax dollars as they want. And, and so, and yeah. New York's at 420. New York's at 420. Uh, so, Montana, again, a smaller state, but their production is expanding there, and they may be building a, a $20 million studio in Missoula. Michigan got out of the subsidy business in yeah, 2015. They did. they did a good job. They had a good governor there who said, this is insane, we're getting out of there. Well, Republicans and Democrats alike, they, uh. they love to support that. They are, they've drafted bills to bring back subsidy program in Michigan. In North Carolina, bipartisan group, a couple of senators want to enhance their cap. They want to add a $34 million uh, subsidy over the next uh, two years. Kentucky, uh, Matt Bevin, who was a pretty good Republican fiscal conservative guy. But bad uh, support publicly. He uh, is the worst rated governor. Yeah. Uh, Bashir, the Democrat, beats Matt Bevin. Uh, Matt Bevin kills the program in 2018. Democrat comes in in 2019. He just signed legislation, there ladies and gentlemen. They're going to be giving out a whopping $75 million Ooh. a year in subsidies. And Pennsylvania, which has never abandoned uh, its subsidy program, there's some bills there. I think they're all being backed by Republicans mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. They want to increase their cap to the uh, film and television production by almost 80%, uh, hike that cap to $125 million a year. So the point of all this is that New Mexico continues to operate in this broader environment of states that want to subsidize, subsidize, subsidize based on this false notion that it creates jobs and wealth and it's our new industry and we're diversifying our economy. We're still playing on this field where Hollywood just looks across the country. They wake up in Southern California, they get up on a tall tower and they just gaze across the country and say, okay, subsidy there, subsidy there. Can you do better for me? Can you do better? What about maybe going to Canada? And so this notion that Something's different this time. They're coming back in a big way. <laughs> you know, it's really going to happen this time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're on a playing field in, 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 with some of these bigger players, and now even some of these little small fry getting involved or getting back into the into the into the water tank. Uh, folks, it, it, it's just that the, it never changes. Hollywood. How, how many here locally, local Republicans, have gone on board? You know, we're already limited in terms of we're going to uh, what we're going to do. But which local Republicans have jumped on board, Dowd? With the film subsidy, because I know a yeah. lot of them have that starry eye surprise, and they, they love do. getting their their indeed. pictures. And we certainly understand every single Democrat who's out there. But you know, we're trying to get, to fight the good fight, and you know, it continues to increase. Which Republicans are responsible? Yeah, the, the big bill that passed in the last few years was this doubling of the cap. We had Susanna Martinez, to her credit, I'm not a big fan of her policy. Sorry, Larry, but uh, she lived, she imposed a cap, a fifty million dollar cap. Of course, one of the first things Michelle Lujan Grisham did when she came in office is to uh, more than double that cap. So our current cap is 110 million. We had a number of Republicans in the Senate: Bill Burt, uh, Gay Kernan, Stuart Engel, uh, Neville Payne, Pertle, Pertle. 
uh, Griggs and Scherer voted, uh, those are the senators, Republican senators who voted to double the annual subsidy uh, to Hollywood. We still have these believers out there. And so I want to throw a little cold water on people. I know we're all excited that Better Call Saul is coming back to film its final season. Uh, There's a lot else going on, and it looks like the trend is reversing, and states are getting back into the game of subsidizing Hollywood. Will New Mexico, really the question is, does New Mexico decide to go ahead and try and compete? Increases per film share, and does it increase the overall kitty yep. uh, here in the state of New Mexico? And I think we're going to be running against that danger, especially should uh, Mark Moore's become uh, successful in his uh, bid for U.S. Congress. They become a Senate majority at that point. They won't even look at that. So anything that they ram through the House will immediately increase. And I can guarantee you for the 2022 session, which are we have we moved to the 30 days to 60 days or 30 days to 45 days yet? Did they vote on that this year? Mm. So. I thought they were looking at expanding because the 30 days wasn't enough. That'll be one of the yeah, first Yeah, the long session was this year, so we'll, we'll be back to the 30 days. But they were thinking year. about expanding oh, yeah. the shorter oh, session oh, yeah. Yeah. to be longer. I think yeah. they wanted it to be 45 days. That would be one of the first things that certainly a number of uh, Democrat, but, but, liberal uh, uh, people, uh, legislators would want to go ahead and introduce. The issue here is we can't compete on this playing field no. where you're, it's a sucker's bet no matter how well or how poorly you compete. The research is overwhelming, okay? That Hollywood comes here for one reason and one reason alone. Money. Pick up the check. Yep. And, and, they, and listen, we're not singled out that way. They go to other places for the exact same reason. Uh, we have been subsidizing to the tune of billions of dollars uh, nationally, tens of billions of dollars for the last 20 years. And New York and California continue to retain close to 70% of all film and television. Think employment. of it like a drug. I mean, it you is. know, if you think about corporate welfare, there's the bonds, you know, and that happens over time. And that's like a slow buzz, if you mm-hmm. will, for all you. Oh, it's not as strong. The, the cannabis isn't as high in, con- you know. But if you think about the film subsidies, that's an immediate, like, injection. Oh, yeah. And to each individual person. And then there's people who literally will go and make multiple films in a place that's set in your place just to get those film subsidies. The setting is going to be that, and not because they want the story to be set there, but because New Mexico is one of the only states that will really pay the amount of money that they want. Great job, Dowd, as always. You, I appreciate that. Uh, and you can get all that original writing, of course, directly at rockoftalk.chat. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, AM 630 KIVA, has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. 
Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen Water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. to match the right pets with the right families. Making your kids happy. Petland on Paseo del Norte Adventura. Online pets.theplaceilike.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van Ness, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. All right, time to put things together, and we're going to start with the weather. Looking like uh, it's going to be a windy day tomorrow, but still really nice as we shoot towards the mid-70s. That's kind of where we're at right at the moment. 78 degrees at the Santa Ana Star at uh, Paseo Crossing at 75 and 76 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, what do we have going on? That accident's still working on the on-ramp from San Antonio to the southbound I-25. Uh, not really causing a uh, uh, slowdown on the main line. But just getting on the freeway is a bit tight. 
you may want to go around this and just use San Mateo onto the I-25 itself. And still a little slow on Paseo del Norte westbound, though the trip is somewhat improving. You're going to find the worst of the drive there, Louisiana, on over to I-25. And if you drive on Coors, the uh, southbound path Coors Boulevard, uh, we see this all the time. Between La Oria south to Montano, it is stopped up. And the place I like brings you this particular traffic port. You know, the place I like is where you want to send uh, when someone asks you for a great recommendation. I mean, well, what's a great restaurant, a pet store, a bakery? Well, you can always tell them the place I like.com. Find the greatest places and super offers. The place I like.com. For example, cake.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Rudy's in such a hurry. We were just like, I was waiting for you to say something about Kimmich. Kimmich. Hey, where's Kimmich? Let me, hang on, let me check. I tell that, I tell that to everybody. Now. Like, where the hell is Kimmich? Uh, that should be a shirt for us here. Where the oh, hell it sounds like a basketball team, though, doesn't it? Yeah, like a, like a, you know what, it, it's like Oberlin. Kimmich is like Oberlin, right? I think it's right along, like, like one of those Midwestern schools you've never heard of that you have to pay $80,000, and the only people who know are like super rich, white, yeah. woke liberals. You can major in medieval mythology. Yeah, just like <laughs> something. Uh, and, then, and then you can come tear down a statue eventually in New Mexico, yep. and you're like, oh, my God, did you see what we did? We made history, and then you go in, and there are like all these uh, you know trust fund babies who have significant amounts of art, which is worth you know infinitesimal amounts of money, in a house that is worth millions of dollars in Santa Fe, and you're like, how'd you make all your money? <laughs> and somehow we could just never seem to figure it out. Uh, speaking once of, again, hang on a sanity. You are on point once again. With what? I'm looking at Paseo del Norte. Oh, the westbound yeah, so trip from Kimmich up to Rainbow is under <laughs> 10 oh, miles wow. an hour. Whoa. There we go. You know what? The only thing in the world anymore that's worth reporting about is just traffic. Because it's the only thing that actually... Is has immediate gratification. People are immediately impacted by it, right? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that fair to say? Yes. <laughs> it's true, though. There we go. All right, the third hour coming up next. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in right here into the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, FM. Hey, tune us in at AM 1490 KRSNU, Silver Hair, Ponytail Crowd up in Santa Fe. <laughs> and 107.1 for the highest uh, income demographic in the entire country. Los Alamos uh, up there, uh, right across from Ashley Pond. make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com 505-550-4994 505-550-4994 Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate.
ultimate linings, fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in. This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Statements. I'm Lisa Lacera, Fox News. Day one of the trial of Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer charged in the death of George Floyd. The first witness, Jenna Lee Scurry, testified that after she dispatched police to the George Floyd scene, she was able to view his arrest from a nearby surveillance camera, and she was so distraught by what she saw outside of Cup Foods that she called a sergeant and said, you can call me a snitch, but I think you need to check this out. Uh, in an opening statement, George Floyd and his drug use once again became a central role on both sides. The defense is painting Floyd as a criminal drug abuser who took a lethal amount of a combination of drugs while in police custody, a speedball. Floyd then resisted arrest and ultimately ended up on the ground because three officers could not contain Floyd. Fox's Matt Finn in Minneapolis. The trial is expected to take weeks. Funeral services were held today for Boulder Police Officer Eric Talley. The officer shot and killed during last week's mass shooting at a supermarket Market. The Archbishop of Denver, Sitali, sacrificed his life and showed what's best about the police when he led a team of officers into the supermarket within 30 seconds of the attack. The suspect in the shooting, Ahmed Alisa, is being held on 10 counts of murder. She says she's scared. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky with a warning as cases of COVID-19 are on the rise again. I'm going to lose the script. And I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. Dr. Walensky says there is reason to hope, but now is not the time for Americans to let their guard down. This afternoon, President Biden urged Americans to continue to wear masks and follow CDC guidelines and called on local governments to not do away with mask mandates. The Arkansas Senate has approved banning gender treatments for minors. Governor Asa Hutchinson has not said whether he will sign it. America is listening to Fox News. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. 
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams Real Estate Group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, it is time we put things together, starting with the weather. Mighty fine-looking day coming our way tomorrow, unless you like wind, because it will be windy. So get ready for that. Right now, 75 degrees in Rio Rancho Knob Hills, 76, and it's 75 here at the Rock of Talk. I still deal in the accident on uh, the on-ramp San Antonio to the southbound I-25. Uh, just going to have to use the frontage road to take you over to San Mateo if you want to join the I-25 there. Looks like uh, it is really slow. Eddie had uh, tabbed this correctly. 
On Paseo del Norte westbound from Kimmick all the way on up to Rainbow. It is extra slow, under 10 miles an hour on that drive. And things are starting to loosen up ever so slightly, but still a crowd gathering on Unser. Northbound mainly between West Side and Southern Boulevard. This traffic report brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena, home of that salt spa. We've all heard about it. You know, windy means the hay fever is going to be up and all those things. Go to the salt spa. Make a 30-minute, 30 minutes in the salt room, and you're going to find your breathing improves, and you're going to say, i got to come back again. And when you come back again, you can get some Kangen water as well. All right. With that, we're up to date. The Live Spring at Salon Helena, by the way, it's on Manal, just south of Wyoming. We're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Oh, and look at this. You know what? I noticed something else here. This is going to be on the southbound side of I-25. You know what? I really feel bad about this because I rarely report the South Valley because there's never a problem. But here we go. I-25 southbound. It's right on the on-ramp from Broadway. Looks like that is uh, it's either a stall or a minor accident, but get ready because that's going to cost you some time on Broadway getting onto I-25 southbound. They head towards the curve there into Los Lunas. All right. Now I think I've had my say. Let's dive in to the Rock of Talk. You know, these guys were not pot users. Did you know that? 606 and the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. That is, of course, on the run there from the dark side of the moon with Pink Floyd. In fact, they got rid of their lead singer. Why? Because he did too much drugs. Ironically, right? Uh, There's so many people. Hang on, you crazy diamond. Yeah. uh, Really good stuff. That button is there on the run. And everything here is... uh, Essentially mixed by Alan Parsons. But it's quite the experience. Let me tell you, the dark side of the moon is probably one of the best listening experiences uh, that there is. And people are still buying this. Uh, This and Led Zeppelin, uh, to this very day, they love this stuff. Um, i got to tell you, it's uh, one of my favorites. 606 with a 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. We are the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, and of course, 
rockoftalk.com. Uh, I did mention uh, Hunter Biden, and uh, I've got all the information in front of me. I'm not quite sure exactly which way that we're going to disseminate it, but let me let me let me put this in front of you know all of our our good. Oh, look at this! Uh, Candace Owens suing Cardi B for libel over go. info in a fake Twitter account. Similar. Wow, uh, that's very interesting. Libel suits coming out, especially with the First Amendment stuff. Uh, Danelle texts in, uh, sorry, just got home, wanted to share this with you, Eddie. I'm really fed up with the Republican Party for not looking out for us and using President Trump's benefit for his fundraising. Uh, I'm sorry you didn't get in. Just know there's a reason for everything. God has a greater plan for you. You've created such a great platform to get the truth out and have our voices heard. It's only going to get bigger. As far as pot, it obviously has killed a lot of leftist brain cells. Former Speaker of the House, John Boehner. <laughs> That's right. Was opposed, to, was opposed to legalizing marijuana, but now is actually profiting off of exactly that. He's actually the most egregious example that I can think of. Anybody, were, I mean, Darren White and um, and John Boehner, right? And then uh, Franco, uh, who is the uh, former uh, first husband. Is that the way you say that? First man? First husband? Mm -hmm. First lady? First man? I don't know. Uh, Eddie, is it my, my imagination, or does it appear that the governor, Porker, is suffering from the munchies? Judging by her bloated jowls, belly, and cankles, I'd say that's a big 10-4. Wow. I no doubt enjoyed that. Wagyu uh, beef puts on a few pounds, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's a fatty. Yeah. Uh, Eddie is... <laughs> I was going to read that a second time. It was so good. Thank God I didn't. Uh, Eddie, I took down... Oh, wow, this is long. I took down my rebel flag, which you can't buy on eBay anymore. Peeled off the National Rifle Association sticker off my front window. Disconnected my home alarm system and quit the candy butt neighborhood watch. I bought two Pakistani flags and put one in each corner of the front yard. Then I purchased the black flag of ISIS, which you can buy on eBay, and ran it up the flagpole. Now the local police, sheriff, FBI, CIA, NSA, Homeland Security, Secret Service, and other agencies are all watching my house 24-7. <laughs> uh, I've never felt safer, and I'm saving sixty-nine ninety-five a month than AET used to charge me. <laughs> Plus, I bought burqas for me to wear, and I shop for travel. Everyone moves out of the way, and security can't pat me down. They say I'm a male wearing a burqa. I just say I'm feeling like a woman today. <laughs> yes, Hot yes. damn. That's Hot right. damn. Safe at last. That is, uh, that, is that the tweet of the day or what? Uh, that must be one of those memes going around. Hi, Eddie. Your disappointment in regarding New Mexico politics is in a way our gain. We love you. Our New Mexico needs you in the Kiva as our main source of truth. That's very nice. Uh, Eddie, just a note. I'm still working in California. Many movie sets on the Pacific Coast Highway. PCH, love that. Especially right about now. Um, I drive through Malibu for work. I've uh, been through there so many times. You know California well? Not, Bob. I've never even been to Southern California. Are you serious? Never. Never. I really want to go, though. I want to see all those places I've read about for so long. I, I, I lived on Santa Monica Beach for oh, wow. like four years, almost every other weekend. Uh, I drive through Malibu for work in... Um, movie sets all over between Port Wyanamay and Malibu. Beautiful area. A lot of those uh, big liberals uh, out oh, there. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Eddie, besides COVID, the illegal immigrants are bringing in tuberculosis and other diseases. Bob in Los Lunas. And uh, there you go. All right. So we've got a lot more to get to uh, here in the Kiva. Uh, let's do it. Let's talk about immigration. Because you have been talking to me. In fact, somebody called me earlier. Uh, I think Mr. DeLeon was talking to me about the migrant cramp, uh, cramps, migrant camps in Mexico near the uh, Texas border. Now, Breitbart printed a number of these, and let me tell you, it is uh, Breitbart, Texas, is inundated with the information that's coming in. 
uh, right near the Hildalgo Reynosa International Bridge area. They have makeshift camps that are right there. They have uh, various groups, largely of migrants, who were recently deported from the United States and have nowhere to go. Breitbart, Texas journalists only saw state police officers in the plaza. No officials from Mexico's National Immigration Institute, which is INM, nor the National System for Integral Family Development were visibly present. Uh, according to uh, one official, it says it hurts to see how they treat us like we aren't humans. According to Maria Perez from Guatemala, said about being ignored by the federal officials. Look at the children, how they are being forced to lay on the floor. According to Bando Ordones, a deported migrant from Honduras who has been in Reynosa for five days, she and others are waiting for INM and the UN Migrant Agency to help them get home. I don't, not anymore, she says. Uh, I would like for the governments to look at us and that we travel to other countries to look for a better life. We want jobs. We want something for our family. It's possible to live in Honduras. Now, none of that behavior would actually be encouraged had Joe Biden not been elected president. More importantly, if they had not been getting that signal coming from the democratically or the Democrat elected president, uh, quote unquote, elected president of the United States. Now, what Biden is doing right now is he's shutting down all news coverage uh, at the border. Mm. They prevented those photos. They prevented videos. Uh, because they do not want that information reaching any of the mainstream news uh, outlets at this point. And I received a phone call on specifically that. And Dowd, what he wanted me to do is he said, Hey, Eddie, we need to do something of making our local news agencies or news, uh, local news 4713, the Albuquerque Journal, you know, other news agencies around here aware of what's happening. Let me tell you something. They are perfectly and completely aware of exactly what's happening. Make no mistake about it. These folks know exactly what's going on, and they are ignoring it. And if they're not ignoring it, it's because their actual news agencies can't get down there at this time. According to this, they're desperately, the Biden administration, trying to prevent from the American people from realizing the extent of the fiasco at the southern border. Democrat Chris Wallace criticized Biden. Chris Wallace himself, the guy who is the biggest supporter of of uh, Joe Biden on Fox News criticized Biden, pointing out that the Trump administration was more transparent. He stated, how far is Joe Biden going to stop the American people from seeing the inside the Donna CBP facility? That would be the Customs and Border Patrol facility. Biden sent a political operative from D.C. to block our cameras and even threatened another senator to obstruct legitimate congressional oversight. In fact, that was from Ted Cruz, who tried to take pictures himself and was blockaded from Biden administration officials. Now, the Biden party line that no one should be take, taking pictures of people suffering in Biden cages in order to respect their quote-unquote dignity would be funny if it were not so sad. Let's recall the times when the Democrats tried to suppress pictures and videos of problems at the border during the Trump administration in order to respect the quote-unquote dignity of the illegal immigrants. So that's where we are right now as far as the immigration battle. I think the last two months, over the last is it 15 years we have never seen that level of surge happen at our borders? That is the first national policy that Joe Biden himself has mismanaged is the immigration policy. And that immigration surge he is directly responsible for, and I think it's going to be a huge issue come 2022. Uh, it's not there quite yet because they're still able to sort of manage the first 100 days. When does the first 100 days actually uh, end? So we get February, March, April, that would be what, May 1st, roughly? Mm, May yeah, Day, the yeah. uh, communist May hey, Day. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Maybe that's what this was all about they were trying to get to. 
Let's flip it on over to the coronavirus. And uh, the CDC now warns of potential fourth COVID-19 uh, wake or wave that's uh, coming in. Now, we referred to this during our first hour because the CDC is certainly trying to put that out there. But as you can see, everyone is circulating here in the city. People are getting out. They're doing things. It feels like the eternal spring. It feels so good. Is that fair to say, Dow? Definitely. Yeah, you even, feel, feel that good? Even in Corrales, where all the moon bats have been cowering in their homes for a year, I've seen more and more people... But you cracking still, the window, cracking the door, peering out and moving around a little. But you still see all these idiots who are running out there, and I do mean. I let, let me let me say let me re, re, reframe that. No, let me not. Idiots who are out there in their cars and driving around with masks on, or perhaps out for a walk with their masks on alone. The CDC, the head, and the prevention made an impassioned plea to Americans just this morning not to let their guard down in the fight against COVID nineteen. Speaking during a virtual White House briefing, Rochelle Walensky grew emotional as she reflected on her experience treating COVID-19 patients who were alone at the end of their lives. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope. Right now, I'm scared. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. Well, no deaths. No inf uh, barely any infections. I think we're less than 100 infections for the first time since the very onset mm. of... Uh, that would be a, about a year ago, folks. Uh, cases of the virus are up about 10% over the last week, which is why she is talking about it. 60,000 cases per day, but that is minuscule compared to what we were uh, experiencing before. She also stated, we're not powerless. We can change the trajectory of this pandemic. Where have we heard that before? Let me put my policies in. Let me shut down restaurants. Let me shut down offices. Let me shut down everything. And you know what? We're not powerless. We can take control. If you work with me cooperatively and fight back. Oh, yeah, that would be none other than Michelle Lujan Grisham. Well, let's flip the other side of that. And that, of course, is pushing out the vaccines. According to Biden, in three weeks' time, which would be no later than the Ides of April, uh, should have been tax day, but now we're moving to May 17th. I urge you folks, file your taxes. Get that rebate before the money runs away. It's always better. 27 million doses have already gone to states, but they now say that 90% of adults will now actually be vaccine eligible. Will they be able to roll that out in time? So 2.5 million vaccines a day has been the consistent pace of the last couple of weeks. They might be able to actually increase it. They actually told that they'll deliver at least 11 million doses, which will take them to 20 million doses overall. And this has to do with, I think, the third uh, purveyor of those vaccines, Johnson & Johnson bringing it out. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the Johnson & Johnson um, vaccine is a single dose. Is that correct? Uh, checking right now. I think that it is. The New Mexico Department of Health also announced, uh, compounding that, just for some good information, says that everybody 75 and older can now book. Is that correct? One shot. Yeah, yep. one shot. Uh, can now actually book the COVID-19 vaccine without a quote-unquote event code. That would, another way of saying that uh, euphemistically would be saying that you don't need to schedule it. Uh, according to the Department of Health, they will no longer need to event codes to schedule vaccine appointments. If you're over 75, they want you to go take it. I'm not recommending it. State officials said seniors will receive invitations to schedule their appointments. Uh, once a senior is logged into the state's vaccine website, they can select an appointment at a time and a location that is convenient for them if you're 75 and older. 70% of New Mexicans 75 years of age and older have received their first dose. If I'm not mistaken, is that the highest in the country? 
Yes, uh, it was of last week. I'll check the Becker's Hospital Review right now and see. There we go. So, all this success, quote-unquote success, that's actually happening, believe it or not, uh, folks, actually is attributable to Donald Trump. He owns our response to the vaccine. Why? Got it out in November, December, January. And Joe Biden is attempting to do whatever he possibly can to go ahead and push the vaccine that Donald Trump is the one who's got it done. This bumbling Biden uh, has uh, taken credit for everything that Donald Trump has done. According to a recent CNN poll, in fact, 61% of Americans approved of all the relief package that's coming out with the $1.9 trillion. Of course they do. It's free money, right? But at what cost? $15,000 for each and every citizen in this country. So Biden has a positive rating, believe it or not. Even though he's only has one, you, did you see that uh, that news conference that he had down? I, I saw clips. I couldn't endure oh the whole thing. Oh my gosh, it was abysmal. But with the cheat a, sheet, did he have the cheat sheet? I saw. He did, and he actually had uh, ten different reporters circled. You saw that, right, Rudy? Yep. Yeah. So you saw that, and he was told who he could um, call on, how he was going to do it, what questions that he was going to be asked, and he still fumbled that. Can you imagine if I had that? I mean, half the time I don't even have notes for the show. <laughs> Didn't they go after Sarah Palin for writing something on her hand? And she Did was she? The stupidest person alive, but but he needs all. Oh these yeah, rah, 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 rah. yeah, Joe Biden. Rah, rah, rah. Biden positive uh, rating has a fifty-three percent approval rating. His rating on handling the coronavirus is at seventy-two percent. Oh, yes. <laughs> what has he done? And you got uh, <laughs> and you got Dr. Fauci uh, peddling all his mess. Uh, did you look up that chronic fatigue syndrome? Like I I said about uh, did I tell you about Dr. Fauci Epstein Barr? Oh no no I told somebody else about that. Uh-huh. You know that uh, one the biggest thing that he actually came up with was chronic chronic fatigue syndrome, which is still remains very controversial in the medical yeah, world. Yeah, he's the one who came up with that. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, there it is. So Biden, Biden is benefiting from all the things that Donald Trump has done. Okay, So you have to understand that there's no difference in between what Trump was accomplishing in the inset on in the first part of this vaccine response and now what Joe Biden is doing. The trajectory is exactly the same. So everyone's got to get vaccinated, vaxxed, right? That's such a terrible word. I don't know why I just don't. I don't like the sound of it. Sounds violent. (laughs) It does. It sounds something. I don't know what it is. So here's what I can tell you, okay, is that likely if you're going to try and travel internationally, certainly 100%, you have to be vaxxed. But what they're actually doing right now is if you're going to board a plane, they want to make sure that 100% of people who are going to board any plane, all plane domestically, have what's called a vaccine Passport. How long ago did we talk about this? Ages ago. Mm-hmm. We talked about this two, three months in where we said, well, everyone's going to have to go ahead and get a travel pass. Here it is. Originally touted as the innovative means of reducing the reach of the duration of the pandemic restrictions, passports, health passports have moved beyond speculation now to reality with the debut of versions of the credentials. Quote from the Post, Washington Post, WAPO, the Biden administration and private companies are now working to develop a standard way of handling credentials referred to as vaccine passports that would allow Americans to prove that they have been vaccinated against the novel coronavirus as businesses try to, quote unquote, reopen. They're also jumping on the IATA travel pass, which is a mobile application that helps travelers to store and manage their verified, quote unquote, certifications for COVID-19 tests or COVID-19 vaccines. By the middle of March 2021, a total of 17 airlines has signed up 
to, quote, trial IATA travel passes. Singapore Airlines was the first airline to launch a full pilot on March 15th and Singapore London route, followed by Qatar Airlines on March the 18th. So there you are, the travel pass, the digital health pass, all part of your handy-dandy, wonderful iPhone, in addition to the Amber Alerts and all the other stuff that's coming up. When you start to live in actual reality that resembles more of the conspiracy world, we've reached a... An interesting point in our lives, haven't we? Well, well, not only that, uh, can you imagine? Uh, how long is it going to be before we have to register our carbon footprint? Oh, yeah. Have you have you traveled X amount? What type of car do you have? Uh, how many miles did you travel? Were you, you know, you're going to have this Well, the vehicle thing. mile travel tax could be a backdoor way of getting into that. Hey, you've already oh, met, right. your, you've met your quota for travel this no month. No more travel. No more until yeah. the first of the month again, you know. The European Union is actually developing its own uh, digital green certificate which will serve as a person has been vaccinated, but will also measure the amounts and the lengths of uh, uh, travel distances that you've gone to. This is real, folks. You should probably say something at this point, right? Uh, IBM has developed their IBM Digital Health Pass. We got that. Barclays, uh, Madison Square Garden has already implemented the Excelsior Pass as a means of satisfying state testing and vaccination requirements attendees so in order to get to full capacity because most places are 25 or 50 percent open if you want to go ahead and participate in anything you have to be 100 percent participation and compliant right so here we are making fun of the quote-unquote idiots who are uh, putting their masks on but uh, what's actually worse than that is the digital compliance uh, with all of that i've removed everything from my phone from facebook to twitter because i'm not on either one of those platforms so all these other things, Dowd, but uh, I think what's really going to get us is our inability to exercise what we would normally do in a rational pre-COVID world, and that turns into a very obstructive, um, demanding, um, and dare I say insulting type of measure to comply with whatever the government tells you to do. Like this, forced compliance is the the end of everything. Boy, am I so glad you, you told me to download all my data from Facebook before I nixed the account. Yeah, uh, because literally this morning I oh, had written, yeah, yeah. I had written some things a year or two ago about the, something I'll be writing about this week, and I knew I had a really good post on that because I attended this hearing, and I was able to just go right into my file, search for the things I needed, and it was still there. Uh, I am done with Facebook, and this week I just found out this morning I will be able to access the accounts that I need to get information from the organizations that I check via their Twitter accounts without a Twitter account. So this is the week I'm going off Twitter, and I will be done with the major two nightmarish control you, woke, horrible, Jack Dorsey, crazed, billionaire, social planning nutcases. And I'm done with both, Rudy. I'm off. Twitter and Facebook. Gone. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, Governor Lujan has uh, shares 41. 41 shares, actually. Uh, I wonder if you'll ever actually catch what I'm saying by 41 shares. I I, I know. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're reading. (laughs) Uh, the Eastern New Mexico men's soccer program is the latest casualty of Michelle Lujan Grisham. Did you catch that? I did see yeah, that. it was uh, pretty bad. So they the Greyhounds, after, I believe. They the are. Greyhounds, yes. Uh, back in the day, Eastern New Mexico basketball team actually beat the Lobos. What years was that? Uh, wow. If anybody can t- yeah. Wow. Yeah, this was like way back in the day. I want to say like... They must have clipped the net after that win, right? Late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> it happened at the pit of all places. Wow. Yeah, uh, if anybody can tell me when that win hit. If uh, Mike uh, or Mark, what's your friend's name? Smith. Mark Smith was here. He'd actually be able to tell me. So no more Eastern New Mexico uh, Greyhounds um, 
soccer program, men's soccer program. You know, everybody has to just either they play for the New Mexico United or they don't get to play soccer in the state of New Mexico anymore. I think that's kind of the way that it's going. Um, here's some news uh, uh, here at 630. Let's check on one more, and then we'll bring it uh, uh, back very quickly. Rudy, let's check on uh, one more look at uh, traffic and weather. All right, as we put things together with the weather tomorrow, windy but still heading into the mid-70s. Rust Medical Center right now, 75 degrees, 76 at Kirtland Air Force Base, and 76 here at the Rock of Talk. Told you about that problem, I-25 southbound, right as you're coming on to uh, the freeway there at Broadway. That turned out to just be a stall, and I shouldn't say just, I mean, but that has slowed traffic trying to get on the freeway there at um, at Broadway. Also, the accident on uh, San Antonio on the on-ramp from, uh, from San Antonio onto the South 25, Looks like that accident is now pretty much in the paperwork stages, so you'll be able to use that on-ramp to get onto 25 here shortly. And uh, this traffic report is brought to you by theplaceilike.com. When someone asks you about any place that you go with a bakery, whether it's uh, cookies, uh, breakfast, you name it, just say theplaceilike.com. Great specials. In fact, if you go to breakfast.theplaceilike.com, there's a 50% off coupon there. Test it. Breakfast at the place I like.com. And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. That's about as much as I can take of that song. Falco, <laughs> rock me up a day. That's so bad. Austrian singer Falco started a three-week run at number one. How did that even get into number one? <laughs> What is an Amadeus? 86, uh, three-week run at uh, number one. That was Cocaine's a, a hell of a drug. <laughs> strange uh, times. What? Yeah, what were they dancing to? Is that downtown Julie Brown on MTV and uh, all the rest of that stuff? So, uh, Okay, so folks, we're going to start out tomorrow's show uh, with nothing but Hunter Biden. You're just getting caught up on uh, on all that stuff, uh, Dowd, so we'll oh, get yeah. you all uh, on board with everything. And we're going to delve right into that for a powerful 4 o'clock hour uh, tomorrow, top to bottom, and it might go well into the 5 o'clock hour. We've got some interesting reveals, um, not to mention one Hunter Biden, uh, directly with none other than, yes, former Governor Bill Richardson. And so we require your complete and total attention from 4 to 5 o'clock uh, tomorrow, so we certainly hope that you uh, join us uh, for that. I've got so many texts I can't even keep up. Eddie, I'm sure you heard this by now, but in case you haven't, uh, my friend just told me that this guy will having that guy on the show possibly at 5 tomorrow. I don't listen to that station except for Rush's show. Well, let me tell you, Rush is actually going to be on here. Uh, that will be here in the Kiva, your home for conservative talk, starting 10 to 1, and I will give you the date uh, at a later time. Contract sign, signatures return, we're set to go. And, uh, Eddie, by the way, I'm absolutely heartbroken that you did not get the nomination. Eddie, have you heard anything about them housing 2,400 migrants at Glorietta Campground as of this Wednesday? Glorietta, uh, up near Santa Fe. Right. You make the right instead of the left, and you go down 285. And uh, Famous battle called the, the Gettysburg of the West there, Glorietta Pass. Yeah, Glorietta Pass. There we go. Uh, here we go. Um, oh, 
Glenn Maxwell back in the news. Oh boy. Yeah. She. Uh, Did I bail a thirteenth time? I, I think. I think tomorrow, given what we've learned today, and I have yet to. Uh, it, we're literally going to step it up, ramp it up, way up on Biden, Hunter Biden, Bill Richardson. All the powers that be. I mean, there's certain murderers here in this town that are connected to all of this stuff. There's things that I know that maybe nobody else knows here in the media. Uh, I can tell you that much. And, you know, we've we've actually demanded, asked, and everything we possibly can to invade and take over Zorro Ranch. The powers that be have not had that. So uh, stay tuned for that as uh, we are now into, uh, what, what are we, day 70, what, two? I think of uh, Joe Biden's presidency, and almost nothing has been done about uh, any of this stuff. So two we'll... additional counts for Ghislaine, I guess. Yeah, so as of today. Uh, yeah, read that. Uh, this is just from CNBC. Uh, federal prosecutors uh, have filed two additional counts in a new indictment in the uh, sex crime case against Ghislaine Maxwell, a British socialite and friend, friend, yeah, of the late sex criminal and financier Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, the new counts filed in the Southern District of New York accuse Maxwell. Of sex trafficking conspiracy and sex trafficking of a minor, prosecutors explained the charges in the superseding indictment in a letter filed Monday. The new indictment lengthens the timeline of the alleged conspiracy and adds a fourth victim. I guess other... other no, I don't uh, remember. Shanti Davies, uh, she just came out, and you saw those photos. Um, I'll send you those photos uh, of her massaging Bill Clinton. Um on an airplane and at an airport, um, Shanti Davies spoke at a hearing. Um, this was my grand jury to criminally investigate Zorro Ranch in Santa Fe County. Uh, a number of you signed it, but we had more than 250 people sign it in Santa Fe County. Uh, she said she was recruited by Epstein's ex-girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. It began as what seemed like, quote-unquote, the opportunity of a lifetime. Epstein and Maxwell took her in, gave her a job, traveled around the world. Maxwell's denied any wrongdoing. Has not been charged with a crime. Now she's been charged with, as of today, two additional ones. Wow. Davies told CBS News uh, that Epstein sent her to culinary school, paid for her sister to study abroad, to be a translator in Spain. Davies said that for her focus was education. She recalled feeling like part of the family, but now she says all the perks were accompanied by a horrifying level of sexual abuse. I was raped at Sora Ranch at least twice, she told CBS News. And she also testified to that. There's a new victim, Shanti Davies. There have been many alleged victims of human trafficking, rape, sexual molestation at Jeffrey Epstein's Zorro Ranch during the time from 95 to 2007. Among them are Virginia Louise Roberts Jufre, Penny Farmer, Jane Doe Number 9, and now Shanti Davies. As of September 1st of 2019, the Zorro Ranch had not been criminally investigated. We need a citizen's grand jury. We certainly tried to convene. And the powerful elite have been there. Um, and uh, look into the victims of the deceased Jeffrey Epstein's and associates to come forward to make this happen. This is all governed by Article 2, Section 14 of the New Mexico Constitution, with states in part. The grand jury shall be convened upon the order of the judge of court, empowered to try and determine cases of capital, felonious, or infamous crimes at such times as to him shall be deemed necessary. So there it is. We have that uh, petition.
petition up. We've done that, and now more stuff has been coming out. And uh, here's really what's uh, what's interesting in all of this um, is the financial crimes, the level of prostitution. And for the next two weeks, folks, like every day, we are going to be focused on all of this. And this is important because we have to talk about BGK properties, which, of course, uh, inevitably became Gemini Rosemont. You had... Um, you have your report. Uh, I know you've been. Look into Dan Burrell for oh, some yeah. time. Oh right? yeah, the session's over. I'm going to finally get yeah, back to we're Dan Burrell. Be able to get to the Burrell group, Dan Burrell, and the rest of these guys who are connected to all this stuff. Uh, a big guy, uh, also connected not just to Bill Richardson but Susanna Martinez as well. Uh, we know about a lot of this. You know that, uh, of course. Uh, Dan Burrell, um, osteopathic medicine, had over what fifty-five million dollars uh, committed to his. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, big thing. Now he's out in Montana, right? Is that Mining correct? Bitcoin. <laughs> Mining Bitcoin. Yeah, we'll get into that. $52.965 million in the midst of all this. Uh, we also have a number of people at a reception with Senator John Kerry, a Democratic congressman, at the Rio Chama Steakhouse, uh, 414 Old Santa Fe Trail. We'll talk about this. Uh, let me tell you who, is, who is, uh, was, was part of this little shindig. Uh, Martin Heinrich, Ben Ray Lujan. Hector Balderas, uh, James Lewis, oh, wow, Dan Burrell, Catherine Burrell, his wife, hey, Kathy Allen, Joanne ba Bowser, Bob Bowser, Barbara Briggs, John Boucher, Brian Colon, Bill Cook, Q Cook. Roxanne Desick, Brian Egolf, Kelly Egolf, Richard Hertz, Doris Meyer, Anthony Marks, Key Marks, Diana MacArthur, Jim Noel, uh, Deborah Potter, Earl Potter. Oh, wow, back. That's way back in the uh, Democrat days. Earl Potter. Uh, Morty Simon, Carol Oppenheimer, Wes Studi, uh, uh -huh. a big uh, drunk actor. Uh, we also have uh, Mara Studi, Eliza Wells-Smith, and John Wertheim. Oh, wow, uh, Wertheim, the big banking Wertheim family back in the day. Ran for Congress uh, a number of times uh, as well. So uh, we also have uh, Governor Bill Richardson's security detail socializing uh, in Mexico of all places, Mexico. So that's going to be fun. Uh, so we're really going to like get out and dissect this information so that you guys have this, and then uh, Dowd's going to write on this extensively. Um, here's the Bill Richardson. Socializing uh, the night of the crash. The first was at Rio Chama Steakhouse, the upscale political. We'll hang out near the roundhouse owned by prominent businessman Gerald Peters, big supporter, big, big, big supporter. 
um, back in the day, and that was the night. Uh, that was the night uh, the Alamo went down, right, uh, so to speak. Uh, so we have all that liquor serving investigation and all this. Uh, look at the Albuquerque Journal. Uh, this from Mark Ros- uh, Oswald. I almost said Roswell, um, and we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, Carlos Fierro, Santa Fe, Carlos Fierro's uh, DWI tragedy. So we'll look at all that stuff. So fun stuff. We get to now that the campaign's over, we get to really kind of focus, uh, you know, front and center on. No all rest for the wicked, ladies and gentlemen. No, I think that's <laughs> good. Uh, oh my god. I didn't realize it was such a tragic day. The funeral for George Michael, uh, Georgios Kyriakos Panayitu, uh, was held uh, today in London. We'll go out to uh, to George Michael. Boy, your picks for music are interesting, uh, Dowd. But uh, lay it on me with the, uh, I guess, ten questions. Oh, sure. Yeah, We. Uh, when's the last time we did? It's been a while, you know. It, it feels like, like a week, right? These are great. Uh, yeah, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, these are all relate to our daily blast to get it at 4 a.m. Whether you're up or not, uh, you will receive it at 4 a.m. Your machine will receive it at 4 a.m. Uh, if you just sign up at rockoftalk.chat. Number one. When are we going to be able to read it like it's inserted into our brains from our email? I'm working with Google. I got some guys in the valley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> according to one analyst, the run-up in gasoline prices has peaked. Do you Ooh. believe that that's true? No, I do not. I think we will break. Uh, we'll break four dollars yeah. here in New Mexico. Uh, it is uh, an a special anniversary of one of the first large railroad lines to go out of business. When was the last time you rode a train? Chugga chugga choo choo. When I don't was think the last ever time? Did. <laughs> You've never ridden a train in your life? Or you're, an uh, L, you're an LA guy. I think I did the Rail Runner maybe oh, like yeah. five years ago. Yeah, it's about me too. Five, All right, five yeah, five years. Years. Maybe, I don't know. A lot of pressure in Washington with the Biden. Administration for not a New Mexico paid leave mandate, but a national paid leave mandate. Hmm. Is that inevitable given our woke government, our blue government in Washington? Um, ask the question one more time. Uh, is a national federal paid leave mandate inevitable? No, I think it'll be stopped. That's just too many logical stations. Uh, um, number five, uh, in light of the latest allegations, they keep trickling out. How is Andrew Cuomo still in office? Good question. Good question. I think uh, he's in office because... They're running, you know, their nursing home scheme. Um, they want to keep protecting that. So I think it'll just, you know, they're not. They'll, it'll just fall short because of the egregious acts 
Mm-hmm. That happened in nursing home. So no reason to get rid of them because then you'll blow the whole cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the anniversary of the conviction of Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Had a little oh. connection to New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, of course, eventually, after their conviction, received the death penalty. Did they deserve the death penalty? They were parents of two young boys. You don't kill parents of two young boys, huh? Life in jail? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, yes, the fourth anniversary today of the funeral of George Michael. Yeah. Your favorite George Michael song? Oh, wow. You're about to hear it. To be forgiven. To be forgiven. Yeah. Oh, no, you, no, you no, no. Uh, praying for time. I told you this yes, before. You Remember? It, yes, I just, yeah, yes. yeah, you guys were like moved, yep, yep. right? You were shaking. Praying for time. Uh, anniversary of the Dow Jones Industrial Average going above 10,000 for the first time at the height of the dot-com bubble. Did you take it? Did your finances take a hit when the dot-com bubble not burst? Not involved. Not involved. Yeah, not me. I was uh, young. Uh, do you trust Joe Biden to competently manage <laughs> no, the North no, Korean situation? No, uh, no. That is do called I trust a softball no, question. No, 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 no. <laughs> and one of well, our commenters already yeah. said, I don't trust him to competently manage anything. So, uh, And then finally, it is the birthday of none other than Lucy Lawless. Oh. Were you a fan of Zeno no or your princess? No who she is. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in.